Hey everybody, welcome to episode 38 of Video Game Apocalypse. As always, I am your host, Michael Raparez. Here with me in the kitchen studio are... Christopher Antista. And... Tiller Wild. And special guest... Dave Rudden. Uh, I would have used David Rudin. Uh, David Rudin. David Rudin. So this is Mikkel Reparaz. <laughs> I want to call you <laughs> out. Wait, isn't Mikkel actually correct? No. I no. want to call you out. You said your host is always, even though you <gasps> okay, shattered yes, that except precedent. Okay, yes, except for last week. You shattered it. As almost always, you are right. I yes. stand corrected. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if, you, right. if you haven't listened to it already, go and listen mm. to last year's wonderful Pokeclips episode where Brett Elston, Carolyn Goodmanson, and Henry Gilbert filled in for me, not necessarily in that order, and recorded an episode all about Pokemon. <laughs> it was actually quite a different order. It was, it was. <laughs> How well, technically, pronu- Henry was first. How would I pronounce your name if I were a proper Spaniard? Mikiel Raparaz. Okay, see, I was, was close. But, you know, but the, the whole name I have, that, because that's, that's Castilian Spanish, Zs are pronounced as a TH sound. That's ridiculous. Same with Cs, but not Ss. <laughs> well, of course not. There's so you don't, you don't say gracias, you say gracias. Gracias? Gracias. Gracias. Yeah. To me, that says there was one king with a speech impediment. That's you, what everybody you says. You talk like this now. But it's bullshit. It's <laughs> <laughs> what we're going to do. <laughs> now I'm going to go with that. They teach in schools, and that's what I'm going to believe. <laughs> I asked my dad that, and he's from Spain, and he said, no, no. that's bullshit. No. 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 Yes. My son. Are you sure he didn't say that? Es bullshit? caca de toro. <laughs> you guys know what my dad sounds like. He was on this yeah. show, <laughs> however briefly. All right, this is fascinating video game talk. So, this show about video games. It is a show about video games. Nice. And we talk about video games on it. Uh, this week, we, we begin every show with a top five. Mm-hmm. And this week's top five, I was looking into an old game by Capcom. That, well, that actually wasn't by Capcom. Mm-hmm. It was by U.S. Gold. Mm. We'll talk about it in a bit. And I found out it, it was an unofficial sequel to a very beloved game. Mm-hmm. And this was something that they had done before. Mm-hmm. And so I thought this would be an interesting topic to, to look at top five not-so-official sequels. Yeah. And also sequels that were maybe developed under suspicious circumstances possibly bordering on bootleg, but have since been Mm -hmm. adapted as canon or not. Mm -hmm. And this isn't necessarily a top five, Mm -hmm. because I'm going to start with the better examples and work my way to the worst, Mm -hmm. because Uh. the worst are so much more entertaining. What did you... Oh, sorry, you have a number list here. Yes, I do, and we'll go did through you, it. Did you get the one that we, we, were, t- we were debating whether it should count? Uh, maybe, okay. maybe not. But uh, let's just dive right in. Number five. It's a big one. This is a pretty big one. Super Mario Brothers. And it's also, Stop yes, it, Dave. Super Mario Brothers. There's a it's, buzzer noise there. You should hit it. There it is. Uh, no, right. Dave. <laughs> Come on. Don't be silly. Yeah. It's uh, it's Ms. Pac-Man. Yeah. And this is an interesting one. You you pointed this out to me, and I couldn't believe I hadn't thought of it beforehand. Yeah, Ms. Pac-Man. Um, Namco had developed Pac-Man in, mm-hmm. what, like, 81? Yeah. And uh, Midway had the American rights to distribute the machines, and eventually, like, well, we want to make new machines. We're going to tinker with this code and make a sequel. I read they, what I'd read that like somebody approached them with a, a they Pac-Man like game. That's what it was. It was like a Pac-Man sprite with legs. It was yeah, it was a it was a modded Pac-Man game essentially yeah. and Midway decided like fuck yeah, Miss Pac-Man. Let's do this yeah. and they did it without Namco's permission or knowledge. Yeah, I don't even think they had they didn't even know by the time it came out that it was actually happening, but because I, I think 
gamers would be surprised how much that happened back in the day before people had locked down their IP rights. That there was probably wiggle room in the contract for them to do such a thing. Yeah, before people said IP <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, yes, and that's, that's what a lot IP. of these entries are. Mm-hmm. But this one in particular, like officially, Ms. Pac-Man, which is often thought of as like the, one of the best Pac-Man games, if not the best, the, if not the best traditional Pac-Man yeah, game. It's actually a bootleg. It's yeah, it's official, a bootleg. Yeah, and, I thought I thought it was really progressive that they would make the main character a divorced woman. I yeah. think. Well, she's Ms. Pac-Man. She she's she, yet to marry Pac-Man. She, well, yeah, but well, her, she's she not took his advertising her marital status. Mm. She took his last name, and, and they, just, they could be related, which makes <clears> the scenes of them kissing even creepier. Ms. So it's. You know, I'm just saying, like, you know, when in a, in a time when female protagonists are considered, oh, yeah, man. yeah, man, are considered something that's going to hurt sales, like they just they took a leap with that one and it did yeah. well. That yeah. Could be that could be the refutation of that argument forever. Yeah. Yeah. Back then, was very popular. I, I was kind of pissed off uh, reading the book "You" by mm-hmm. Austin Grossman, which I can't recommend enough. We've all read it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you've ever read or heard of Cavalier and Clay, it's basically that, but for video games in mm-hmm. the '80s and '90s and developing them. Uh, fun novel, but at one point he points out Lara Croft as the first successful female protagonist. Wrong. No! <laughs> Wrong. Yeah. Before her, it was Samus. Before Samus, it was Ms. fucking Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Yeah. yeah oh. Can't think of any more. So Ms. <laughs> Ms. Pac-Man is not the hybrid between Pac-Man and WWE superstar The Miz? The Miz, no. <laughs> no? I also think we have to consider that, podcast, that the first successful female protagonist has man in her name. Yes. So... Mm. That I mean, that kind of puts a damper on it. Just like you're welcome, ladies. Ms. Batman or Ms. Spider Man. <laughs> yes. The second one has Mus in her name. <laughs> yeah, I think I think initially it was that the character was supposed to have MS. It was just Pac Man with multiple sclerosis. <laughs> <laughs> also, and they're like, ah, no, let's 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 take this down a notch and give that it a bow could explain and a, a lot of lack of polish, <laughs> lack of myelin sheathing. <laughs> Since know. I don't. I, I'll say right up front, I don't have a lot of sounds for these because they're mostly older games. But I do have a commercial I was old enough to have actually seen on TV that is uh, stuck Pac- with me Ms. today. Ms. Pac-Man, yes, huh. for the 2600. Atari introduces the woman of the year, Ms. Pac-Man. With a style of entertainment that Pac-Man never knew. An endless supply of floating goodies, oranges, pretzels, four different screens, each with different exits and entrances. And the green screen so difficult to reach, you may never see it again. So she was a Broadway singer. She well, she yeah. They they clearly like yeah. there was an animation of Ms. Pac-Man with like big rosy cheeks and a, a really prominent dimple and a big fur stole. Yeah. and so she's just doing that like <laughs> Bette Midler number. Liza Minnelli. Uh, yeah. and Don, I'm pretty oh. certain that's done. <laughs> yeah, Saturday Night Live. Ms. Pac-Man, <laughs> Donkey Kong, <laughs> Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> I really miss the days when the bullet points on a game were like the types of foods the character might encounter. <laughs> and also entrances and exits yeah. were Instead bullet of, points, uh, features Well, on that, that was game. back when you look at a screenshot of a game and it's like, well, that's pretty much what <laughs> that's you the get. Game. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's everything. Here's four screenshots, one for uh, each level. Don't, dude, don't spoil the kill screen for me. <laughs> it's a green screen you might never see again, except for in this ad. Kill screen coming up. <laughs> yeah, I will say that that looked marginally better than the 
God awful oh, yeah. 2600 Pac-Man. I got to experience that my friend had an Atari. Let's hook it up. Oh, Pac-Man. What the fuck is this? Not Pac-Man. Like, all he's known yeah. for is chewing dots. There are no dots here. <laughs> there are dashes. Oh, yeah. You can't render a dot? He, he's, he's Pac-Man's uh, alternate universe doppelganger that lives in the, the other side of Morse code. Yeah, sorry, that ASCII character wasn't invented yet. We have, <laughs> we have, we have M-dashes if you mm-hmm. want. Yeah. Only M-dashes. You couldn't even That's get a hyphen. No. No. <laughs> you want to hyphenate your adjectives? Fuck you. What a pig. The 80s, they were butcherous mm. times. <laughs> Terrible. Number four. Again, not a lot of sounds, but I'm sure some of our listeners uh, recognize that as the Taito splash music from Target Renegade. I think I could hear Brett across the city raising his hand and going, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yep, yep. So Target Renegade, I remember this coming out for the NES. It was a sequel to a game called Renegade. It was mm-hmm. a classic beat-em-up based on the same series as River City Ransom, yeah. but with radically altered sprites. So the character looked like a weird, lanky version of somebody from the Warriors. Yeah. So Target Renegade came out a couple years later. I never realized it was not an official sequel, even though it was created by or published by Taito. Mm-hmm. That uh, Ocean, the UK Ocean. publisher... Ported it oh to ZX Spectrum and all those other CPC, you know, computers Amistrad, that we never... yeah, uh, Atari, <laughs> ST. Sure. Uh, computers that never really saw the light of Which day I think is a Honda. Yeah, it is a Honda, actually. <laughs> you, dr- you drove it through game stores. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm actually thinking of buying a Trans Am uh, Amstrad. Oh, man. Yeah. I thought Amstrad was an Academy Award winning movie about slaves. <laughs> no? It never won an Academy Award. Oh, it didn't. Uh, you're thinking of the Amistad CPC. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, a, a good slave yeah. video game joke you're about right now. So Ocean mm-hmm. uh, had the rights to do the computer ports, and in its contract was also an option to develop its own sequels for computers and Target Renegade it made and it was good enough that it got ported to NES mm-hmm. and this is where it begins to go downhill because Target Renegade generally fondly remembered from there Ocean did another sequel mm-hmm. that I unfortunately don't have any sounds for because there are no sounds worth capturing from it oh, no. <laughs> but you'll probably hear some of the music playing behind me right here uh, they did Renegade 3 and you need to go and look at YouTube videos of this game. It's on various platforms, and it all looks equal. It looks equally stupid on all of them. Like it's gone from you're you're a tough guy beating up street gangs to you're a cartoon tough guy who swings a big club and fights dinosaurs and aliens nice. and knights. That's that was a natural eighties video game progression. Yes, it was actually. So yeah. it's like it's completely ruined everything. There's like no real feeling of impact or anything to what you're doing. You're just kind of doing the same two moves over and over again through a progression of increasingly silly stages. And, yeah, they're like these weird little caveman dudes that look... They, they are literally Captain Caveman from <laughs> Hanna-Barbera. God, I wish you could do that scream right now. I wonder now. if, like, 80s boardroom meetings were as cynical as we think of them as being now, where they're just in there going, like, eh, fucking kids like dinosaurs, don't they? I don't see a spaceship here. Do <laughs> <laughs> an English accent, you'll be right on. <laughs> When's the, no, no, no. Everyone in a boardroom is a gruff New Yorker. Come on. <laughs> When's the cocaine going to show up? Yeah. We it's ordered okay. the cocaine like an hour ago. <laughs> I am not tipping that delivery man. <laughs> I don't tip the cocaine guy nah, nah. if he shows up late. So that's a bad but, precedent. How did, who developed Target Renegade then? 
Ocean did. Ocean did. Yeah, so, Ocean did both the games. Mm-hmm. It, for some reason, developed a good one and then a really bad one. Yeah. Like, okay. But, yeah, it's just I weird to see that dichotomy. So did a lot of people. It mm-hmm. was not... I mean, it was kind of a big deal at the time. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's also weird, like, Target Renegade on uh, the computers that uh, Ocean originally developed it for mm-hmm. looks like... Uh, it looks like the first game. The NES version mm-hmm. looks weirdly like the first Double Dragon game yep. on mm-hmm. NES. Like, the sprites are almost identical of the, hmm. of the main character. And, you know, as he's running around hmm. kicking dudes off motorcycles with flying kicks. That's what so. happens when you have weird-ass British consoles are your lead platform. Thank <laughs> yeah, God that's not still happening, people. Also, do you think they just took sprites from other games and then drew yes. their yeah. characters over? I'm pretty sure they just did all the time, How right? would you get caught... Like, why reanimate a walking animation when you can just draw your guy yeah. over top? Uh, it still happens. I mean, when there are, like, 15 pixels involved, like, yeah. how are you going to get in trouble? It doesn't happen often, but, like, somebody pointed out, like, a couple of years ago on Kickstarter, there was a Ron Paul game that somebody was working on. <laughs> and it oh, got right. it got funded because, like, Ron Paul was, like, because, super hot uh, at the time. R slash Ron Paul. People, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> all over it. But, like, somebody took a look at the sprites and said, like, this is a reused uh, Waluigi sprite. Uh, here he's reusing the Mega Man sprite from this game. And yeah, it's like everything was ripped off and redrawn. <laughs> it's an homage. Yeah. Did you? Uh, Thanks, right. Uh. I will talk about it. In, I have big Kickstarter news in the. Oh. Yeah. yeah what? For the second segment. Huge. All right. Huge. Uh, moving on from this silly game nobody remembers. Number three. See if you can guess what this is. I think I got it. Yeah, you know what it is. <laughs> That's clearly a Genesis. Uh-huh. Um, does it sound like a certain beloved Genesis game with an aneurysm? It sounds like Strider II. Yes, it is Strider II. The uh, or which came to the U.S. as Journey from Darkness. Journey from Strider Darkness. Returns. Strider Returns. <laughs> for the for the. But it was just uh, Strider Two in the U.K. It was it was Strider two in some places and on the Genesis it was just Strider Returns wasn't it? Uh, it was Journey from Darkness Strider mm. Returns, but this was this was developed by well published by U.S. Gold yeah and developed by uh, it's like Tiertex or something let me look it up some classic company that no yeah. one could forget yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah well they, they they're apparently still around making cell phone games I said that no uh, one should forget oh okay <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so. Strider Returns they, is another deal where they somehow got the option to develop mm-hmm. a computer-specific sequel on various European computers. Mm-hmm. Here's what it sounds like on the Amiga. Oh, God. No, it's unmistakably Strider. At least that sounds a little <laughs> bit more like the, the cypher sword than the... <laughs> from, from the Genesis version. And if you watch it, like there, there were so many... Things like if you're a fan of Strider that were wrong with that version. First off, main character, even though it's the same sprite, is not Strider Hear You. No. It's Strider Hinjo. Mm-hmm. But he's never it's never pointed out that he's a different character. Like a lot of the sprites are reused, like the the master, the bad guys is the same sprite, and you fight him at the end again. But like the the sword, when you use it on the Genesis, it's just like one big crescent that appears in front of you. It's like you slash so fast that it's at the mm-hmm. speed of light. Strider Returns, it's like this crescent that slowly fills in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's like a line that travels down a crescent-shaped path. So it looks like 
you're just sort of awkwardly swinging a sword. And also, uh, this version throws ninja stars, which the... Yeah, it's a, a total messing with the formula there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And more infuriatingly, in the original European computer version, he used a gun to yes. shoot, which is totally inappropriate for the yes. character. Well, he's had projectiles before. But he's a space ninja. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I, well, I, I almost wanted to hold off on talking about this, because obviously we have a new Strider game coming out. Capcom yes. has a new Strider game coming mm-hmm. out. And, and they'll be I'm, doing a retrospective. We are, we are, and we're looking, like... Strangely, occasionally, when there's still somebody left at the <laughs> at Capcom who actually worked on these games or around, like mm-hmm. they'll have information, and I kind of want to know everything about. Well, I don't know this if Capcom US Gold. would have information because it was it wasn't published by Capcom. It was published by US Gold, mm-hmm. developed by again. I think the name is Tiertex. Mm-hmm. Probably should have looked that up. Yeah, but we had a, Capcom matter. had a long partnership with US Gold and. Yeah, they did like all the all the the European like Amstrad ports and stuff. I I want to say PC ports, but yeah, they weren't really PC. Maybe tape drives or whatever the hell the UK was using at the time. Mm. But I wanted to get to the bottom of that, and I haven't yet. um, But I will say I did play through twice Strider two, the real one. Yes, and it's that's so much fun. Fun. It's. Sorry, just, po- just pointing that out. If you get a chance to play Strider 2, it's really neat. Even even though it comes from that awkward PlayStation 1, we're going to mix polygons with sprites. Yeah, it's 2.5D, mm-hmm. sort of. You fight like a, a headless horseman at one point. Uh, Dolahan, mm-hmm. I think the name is. Yes. Yeah, that's weird. Like you're in a haunted Scottish castle. You're a space ninja in a haunted castle. Yes, but you eventually end up in space, and it's super dope. Yeah, that's true. Space is super space dope. Strider 2 made me <laughs> very happy. Space is the place. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I have one more sound clip from this. Gimme. It's just Strider Hinjo dying. No! What's the bow? Wow. Did he bleed out? What was that? What the fuck was that? Let's let's play that again. (laughs) I think he puked. (laughs) It's just the the sound that plays when he disintegrates, Mm -hmm. as as all good Striders do. That's That's exactly what I thought it was. A dead ninja always (laughs) leaves the scene. It's true. It's a rule. All right, so moving on. Number two. Double dare. (laughs) Just about. That is Human Killing Machine. Yeah. What? Which is the other title I found out about that inspired this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Because it was developed with the exact same arrangement Mm -hmm. that U.S. Gold had with Capcom with the same developer. Mm Mm-hmm. And what it was is that this, this pairing had done the European computer port of the original Street Fighter. Mm. And then they decided they would make a sequel to Street Fighter, to their specific port of Street Fighter. So you play as a Korean uh, Taekwondo master named Kwon, and you travel to various points around the globe and fight two opponents one at a time. It is, And you wonder who that secret <laughs> character is in Street Fighter Ultra. <laughs> There is nobody that you want want to play is in this. Like it's it's weird to see watching the YouTube replays, like people saying like, "Oh, the character designs are brilliant." Like the character designs are the dumbest thing ever, because is it like the first level you fight like outside of the Kremlin and mm-hmm. your enemy 
is like a guard who f- uses his rifle as a melee weapon. So he's just like rifle butting you over and over again. And then you beat him and you have to fight his dog. <laughs> <laughs> that is the that is the character I would always play as. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. The, later on there's there's a matador. And then after you beat the Matador, you have to fight his bull, which has like literally three frames of animation where it's just facing you, facing away from you, kicking. And so it's just, it looks like it's just spazzing out on screen it super fast. It sounds like what it looked like if I fought a bull. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but uh, later on, the, you, you fight in uh, Amsterdam's red light district and fight a pair of prostitutes who look like gross transvestites. Hey. Uh, no you, you fight a waiter. Who is actually holding a platter with oh, bottles and glasses on it, and he throws bottles at you. Oh, you fight that, a guy I'm, in later hosen. He has spammable bottles. Michael, that's good. You, you fight design. Palestinian terrorists, one of whom has a giant missile strapped to his back. He would. He's a. Ter- this is good characters. And a waiter yes, would right. have bottles, <laughs> and he to would. Throw. He would throw them at you. He would have an unlimited supply and of bottles. Palestinians. Strap missiles to themselves. That's their morning routine. We are in an odd position where you probably know more about this game than I do. Yeah, it's uh, it looks really bad. And the reason that I only have that one mm-hmm. sound file is number one, it's hard to find mm-hmm. uh, playthroughs on YouTube that have any usable sound. Yeah, the Amiga version that that's taken from has two sounds. Mm-hmm. One is that, and one is the music that you're hearing right now. Could I could I make a request though? What's that? Could you pull up the PC Street Fighter 2 theme on the YouTube's? <laughs> it's vaguely recognizable. So that is why uh, What is the percussion in the background? <laughs> <laughs> that is why we have a continued relationship with US Gold and they still port our stuff to PC <laughs> on a regular basis. And why they didn't close in 1996. <laughs> and yet TierTex is still around. TierTex still making cell phone games. <laughs> All right. So that just leaves us with Gee, it sure is boring around here. My boy, this piece is what all true warriors strive for. I just wonder what Ganon's up to. My boy. Your Majesty, Ganon and his minions have seized the island of Korodai. Hmm, how can we help? It is written, only Link can defeat Ganon. Great, I'll grab my stuff. There is no time. Your sword is enough. How about a kiss? For luck. You've got to be kidding. Squadala, we are off. I made it that long just so I could include Squadala, oh, we are off. <laughs> but it, like, if you hear it without the context of seeing it, it sounds like he's asking the old man for a kiss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On his sword, perhaps. Yeah. That is, of course, one of the very infamous Zelda games for CDI, Link, the Faces of Evil. This is going to be in every uh, just, top five from here? Yes, every yeah. single top five just ever. Just like being back at radio. Ever. <laughs> well, the last time it was in a top five, we were talking about the CDI. Ah. So it was Jermaine. And these are those, these are the most infamous games for the CDI. And this one is Tito. CDI. Yeah, okay. Tito? Are we doing Jackson's? Oh, okay. 
But uh, I think my favorite... Uh, uh, if you spend much time on YouTube, you've probably seen it. Yes. I'm going to call it a narrative device, which is uh, too much for it. But uh, the, the it is written excuse. Like, <laughs> we need a reason for yeah. this character to do something. It is written. Did they, they, Who wrote that? What Why? You did, what you didn't see is that they at, right at that point, they broke the fourth wall and looked right into the camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It is written. Thanks, yeah. Dave. It is written. Only Link can defeat Ganon, and yet, who stars in the other two games? Wand of Gamelon and Characters Adventure. It is written that only Link can defeat Ganon. Why did we just read this now? <laughs> and so it was that Ganon, Lord of Darkness, had taken over Tolemac. He had stolen the treasured celestial signs and captured Link. A brave warrior would have to be found to face this evil monster. That's, of course, Zelda. Yes. <laughs> yes, Zelda. So that's from Zelda's Adventure. There, there were three of these goddamn things. You know, produced... I, you, you probably know this story already. Nintendo had the deal with Philips to produce mm-hmm. the CD for the Super Nintendo. It fell through, but Philips still retained the rights to make its own games based on Nintendo's properties. So it made three Zelda games... Link Faces of Evil, Zelda Wand of Gamelon, and Zelda's Adventure. And then uh, the awful Hotel Mario. But Zelda's Adventure was weird in that it actually like used these really stiff like live-action cutscenes. Hotel Mario, Dr. the Guess. new Wes Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the, uh, the other two games just used that horrible cut-rate Russian animation that we all love so much. <laughs> like my boy. Squiggle Vision. And that's yielded... <laughs> yeah, it's like an episode of Dr. Katz. Yep. It's yielded so much great audio that I actually had to restrain myself. <laughs> but I, I like to think that this bit will make up for the lack of audio in the past four entries. Mm-hmm. So this this is another favorite. When you interact with a shopkeeper, you know, normally Zelda games are used to going sure. into a shop. Here's the thing with the number value. You pick it up. You pay your rupees. You're done. Not so much here. Lamp oil. Rope. Bombs. <laughs> you want it? It's yours, my friend, as long as you have enough rubies. <laughs> Sorry, Link. I can't give credit. Come back when you're a little mm, richer. Mm, richer. Yeah. Wait, is this game deals? I can't tell. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Constipated. Yeah. Richer. Also, uh, this game was notable in that it had cameos from other cartoon characters, such as Fat Albert. For the dead shall rise, and the living shall be their slaves. Man, I loved that episode. <laughs> Link, you like school in summertime. <laughs> hey, Fat Albert. Uh, <laughs> How about a kiss, Fat Albert? <laughs> Oh, but baby. <laughs> I combined two characters there. You did. Mushmouth. So brilliant. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, we got more. Here's, here's the intro from uh, Wand of Gamelon, which was Zelda's side-scroller. Zelda, Duke Onklet is under attack by the evil forces of Ganon. I'm going to Gamelon to aid him. But, Father, what if something happens to you? I'll take the Triforce of Courage to protect me. If you don't hear from me in a month, send Link. Ampa, don't worry, Zelda. The Triforce of Wisdom promises the king will safely return. Enough. My ship sails in the morning. I wonder what's for dinner. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm so hungry, I could eat an Octorok. Uh, <sighs> Sudden non sequitur. 
Also, uh, maybe this is more of a question for Brett and other Nintendo scholars, but isn't the Triforce of Courage supposed to be contained within Link at this point? Like, isn't he like its physical embodiment? At this point. On his hand. Mm. Like, he gets the weird birthmark that only manifests on his 16th birthday. At what point? Time means nothing. Well, at this this point, the only existing Zelda games... Well, maybe maybe there was Link to the Past. But there were the first two. Mm -hmm. There was... And they were... Two was a direct sequel to one. Mm -hmm. And this was a direct sequel to two. Or Link's Awakening in there in the mix, right? Yeah, but I, I don't think I think that was looked at as a prequel at mm. the time, and there hadn't been established this thing that like every Zelda game is a reboot. Mm-hmm. So they were kind of basing this off of both Zelda Two and the cartoon, which itself it's, was based was, off the like I the was TV trying to cartoon. Formulate that joke. That's <laughs> where it spun off of Captain yeah. and the Game Master and Super Mario Brothers Super yeah, Show. Yeah, Super Mario Brothers <laughs> Super Show, where Link is continually obnoxiously asking yes. Zelda to kiss him. Yes. And it's a running gag. Like a, any petulant young boy. Nemo has recently said that this is the prequel to Skyward Sword. <laughs> and if you finish Skyward yeah, Sword, you know that he uh, gains a voice and talks about eating Octoroks at <laughs> the very end of the game. Spoiler alert, I'm sorry. Do you think Miyamoto watches clips of this and cuts himself? <laughs> God, I hope so. cuts himself a check. <laughs> <laughs> cuts himself a nice well, slice of Octorok. I do, that, and that's yeah. why I wanted... The only reason I wanted to hold off because I am trying to like understand like what was happening back then. Was it? It was like the Wild West in terms I think, of IP. Like I, I think it was just like a, com- a growing company. Like these companies we all uh-huh. think of now as yeah. giant behemoths. And having worked at one, I know it's not really true. It's just when technology grows, you have to like. Well, these guys are offering something, and we don't really have to do anything. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should look at like. Maybe well, it, it may have also been like we're a Japanese company. We, yeah, we we're, we're new the to doing market. business like, in the West. Yeah, so like, let's let these guys do it because I, I, I they know like, the market better. I feel like come like the mid '90s through the 2000s with all the stuff with Napster and the RIA, like IP became a mm-hmm. publicly known term, and everything completely shifted to the point. That it's like it, all this stuff looks ridiculous to us. Like, imagine if now Ubisoft was like, "Well, I don't know. We had this kind of like hardware deal with these guys, so they're going to make an Assassin's yes. Creed game mm-hmm. now that we're not involved and what, with." Yeah. Was, we did, said it was okay. I guess that's pretty unimaginable. What they didn't yeah. know know then, what they they know now is that <laughs> you have to protect. You your have stuff. to <laughs> protect your IP and like and like having a bad entry. Like we're still talking about it when it yeah. should have just been a bad game that fell off the face of the mm, earth. More than what 15, 20 years yeah, later, it, it's a bad game in a beloved series. So like we have to, but it's not really part it. of that series. And like no. Nintendo has alternated between stating those aren't canon and just pretending the games never existed. <laughs> yeah, but, like, but here's the thing: what if they were great? They weren't. I know, but what if they were? Then they exactly, would. Yeah. They would weirdly have to be part of canon with their live action. It, it kind of would be, but like, if you have you seen those games played? No, no, like, I know. Yeah, I know. but, but I, 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 I'm just using this as a I'm jumping saying, off point to talk about their gameplay sure. because it was like this awful side-scrolling, like pseudo action. Everything was like really stiff, like one frame per second yeah. animation. Bosses could be beaten by just throwing the right item at them once. Like, oh, this guy is defeated by a book? I'll throw a book at him, and he'll disappear. And that's, that's it. <laughs> I will literally throw the book at him. Lol. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Link can eat an Octorok. He can also eat a Goma. Biggest crab I ever caught. <laughs> it's a Goma. You're pretty good. Here. Thanks. What is... Yeah, <laughs> have the biggest crab I ever caught. Why does 
Link sound like he's recording inside a trash can. Everybody else <laughs> has a different fidelity to their voices. Who says he isn't? I, because he's, he's clearly a young person, so so why does it sound like they're recording his VO on his way to his car in a parking garage? <laughs> Link saying thanks in that reminds hey, me... It, re- it reminds me of Mr. Burns saying, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. See, Link kind of had this like surfer dude thing going on. Where's the Simpsons reference bell? We need to I get know. that. Ding! Know. Only we had a working sound effects, which we kind of <laughs> don't. No, well, there, there was a lovely uh, five weirdest scenes that somebody compiled had this little gem in it. Oh my, it looks like everyone's been taken to Taikogi Tower. This is illegal, you know. <laughs> my cakes will burn! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Classic Somebody slipping a banana peel. What happened just there? about. I, th- I think the like chef character was just running off screen. <laughs> a little dust he gets a slide whistle. Uh, uh. <laughs> In any dramatic moment, someone needs to be trying to carefully cook <laughs> some or bake something. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong in Hyrule. Oh, but my bread is. <laughs> I hope the camera doesn't pan in suddenly on my face and then zoom right back out again. <laughs> that would just be awful. Let's chase each other around for four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> kind of slowly at a walking pace. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, animating running is hard. Well, Michael. it's 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 weird. It was, I like I was actually having trouble coming up with entries for this because I. I have this vague recollection, like, this used to be really common. No, there are a lot more that, like, this. Yeah. They're, they're people, the companies were a lot less protective of their IP back in the day. And so it was common for, like, yeah, let's just farm this out to somebody. They're going to make a terrible game that's going to be forgotten. And there's a lot of examples like that. For whatever reason, I keep thinking of, like, the Ninja Turtles game for mm-hmm. Game Boy, which was completely different from anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it tends to happen in a good way these days. Like, yeah. Rockstar yeah. making Max Payne 3. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, whatever. Or in a bad way, like Rockstar publishing Grand Theft Auto Advance, which was by Digital Eclipse and had nothing to do with Rockstar North. Yeah. But, like, you know, that's a spin off. That happens all the time. I mentioned time. to you earlier, it didn't make sense for this top five, but GTA 2 yeah. is a hilarious, ridiculous diversion. It takes place in 2013, mm-hmm. uh, goes all Was like, made in what year? Like 99? Uh, yeah. So it takes place in the future, and everything's <laughs> like. Yeah, futuristic and like it. It takes place in like the 1980s future where everything is run by Zaibatsu's and shit. (laughs) But it's 2013 and it's like it's just really weird and like arcadey and yeah, everything is really neon. It's totally the black sheep of the GTA. Yeah, nobody remembers. It's not really a story yet. The one I probably didn't finish. It's the only one on Dreamcast. Oh, but it, it was like it was continuing the like it was. Sort of like Strider Returns. It was like this weird sort of 2.5D thing where it was like the top-down mm-hmm. perspective of the old GTA, but then it like was zooming in and had all these weird effects. So Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah, but it was really bad. So can Sorry, anybody Rockstar. else think of some non, not quite official sequels? Well, you came up with one that was uh, NBA oh. Jam Extreme. Yeah, so uh, the original NBA Jams were made by Midway, mm-hmm. and I think that... They were published on consoles by Acclaim, they were. Mm-hmm. and that somehow allowed Acclaim to take uh, control of the license. So they made NBA Jam Extreme, which was the first one that came out on like, oh, it might have been the second one that came out on like the PlayStation Saturn era, mm-hmm. and that was a 3D uh, polygon graphics uh, wow. abomination. Yeah, and everyone who Did worked I still play as Fresh Prince. 
No, I don't think no. so. I, I, I There's weird, th- like, looking at the YouTube videos of that, like, a bunch of people were praising it. Yeah. And saying how great it was. It's like, this just looks like... I, I can see this being a good basketball game, but this is an NBA jam. Yeah. Like, it, this is just super slow. It looked like every other, like, mainstream, Basket, yeah. regular basketball Except game. Except that you could foul with impunity. Like, yeah. It was very much like... people over. And like, it, oh, there's a little bit of fire on that guy. Yeah. But it was like, it replaced the series announcer with Marv Albert? Or Marv oh, Albert? yeah. Yeah, baby. Wait, but, that's Dick Vitale again. Damn it. Yeah, but Midway, they Gosh, made... That's but it, but it's yeah. like, with all these weird pauses, like, Magic has the ball. <laughs> <laughs> he, well, that's not all yeah. they had at that point. But Midway <laughs> made NBA Hang Time, which was like yeah. uh, the NBA old Jam's NBA Jam series. Successor. But then it, now EA does a NBA Jam. for another episode. That's yeah. what Michael and I argued over, what was a spiritual successor. Yeah. And yeah. What. Uh, <laughs> I liked the old uh, Treyarch Infinity Ward beef. That was pretty funny. Hmm. Like because Infinity War, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. created the Call of Duty series, and Activision's like, yeah, we, it's yearly, so we're gonna have you switch off with Treyarch year to year. And then Infinity Ward openly would mock Treyarch, like in their tra- in their credits and stuff. Oh my, huh? Which is yeah, like the credits to was it Modern Warfare or Modern Warfare Two? Like kind Modern of openly openly joke that like the Treyarch games don't exist in our canon. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was kind of. I remember when when World War came out, it was that. it was unclear. Like there was clearly a very a very clear original mm-hmm. plot to Modern Warfare, and what is this one doing? It was immensely clear that Infinity Ward did not like having the series <laughs> taken away yeah. from them. I had a, I had an interview with uh, Mark Lamia of Treyarch at mm-hmm. one point, and he number one does not take kindly to being called the B Team. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, they are a good developer. Did you call yeah. them that? I said, like, well, you guys have kind of been perceived as the the B team. So now Call of Duty is your franchise. And, like, when I said B team, it was just like... Like I, this, this shadow passed over his face. <laughs> yeah. It was like that that episode of The Simpsons where Homer, like his face, just goes dark, <laughs> and he's like, mm, "Yes, that is a pickle." But they are perceived <laughs> that way, obviously. So yeah. not if well, they built a couple of other rad engines for a lot of other games. And they then, yeah. absolutely are a good developer that yeah. makes yeah. good games. And, and I also asked him, like, this was for Black Ops too. I'm like, this is the first game uh, in the Black Ops series that takes place chronologically after the events of Modern Warfare. So is this an America that was previously invaded by the Russians, or like what, what's the status here? It's like no, we're we're just our own timeline. This is a separate <laughs> universe. So, yes, that's not right. confusing at all. <laughs> no. no, 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 ghosts, ghosts, yeah, Call of Duty. So ghosts. Where, where does ghosts, 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 ghosts take place? Ghosts takes place in a totally different timeline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heaven. Yeah, yes. yes, in a timeline where American hegemony is somehow assailable, <laughs> and somebody. I really hope there's us. a pottery scene where, <laughs> like, the dog is like up behind him on its hind legs, <laughs> yeah. teaching him uh-huh. to uh, create a bowl. We don't have to pay rights for that, do we? Yeah, I'm going to yes. Photoshop that. And another one that I strongly considered, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, you know, number one, it's not really a sequel, and mm. number two, it's like I didn't want this list to be too Capcom heavy. Mm. Was the Mega Man and Mega Man Three that existed mm. for PC, which were both ba- like programmed by some guy like Steve Rosen or mm-hmm. Rose Brent something. Anyway, they are insane. Yeah, <laughs> like the first one. Has three bosses. Yeah. Uh, but Dynaman, Sonic Man, and something else man. <laughs> but it, it to me that it didn't count in that the Game Boy sequels were the Game Boy games were always 
slightly weirder offshoots with yeah. a fewer number of bosses. They were granted established in the Mega Man canon. Yeah, but it wasn't three bosses. It was four. And you didn't start out being chased by a dog. <laughs> That's the other thing. Well, X might have come out, and so you got to have that opening level now. Mm. Well, yeah, I guess. No, it was, no, I, it was I before don't, X. I, I, I mean, don't, this was I like don't, I know. I don't have an, CGA graphics. I do not have an explanation for this game. Uh, yes. Sound <laughs> ignorance. I didn't really expect I, you to, but no, I, would, I just wanted to point it out because it is funny as well, hell. Well, occasionally we, we can like send an email out, and if it's not like an incredibly touchy subject, like someone like, oh, yeah, that. <laughs> and we can get an answer on it. And uh, that I don't have an answer on. Because I haven't... I, I like... I vaguely stumbled upon that like years ago. I haven't thought yeah. about it until you mentioned it today. But it, it's weird that like it's just it's not even that it's reusing assets. It reuses no assets. Yeah. It, it has original, very amateurish art, <laughs> and like I think three uh, actually reuses uh, sprites of the Robot Masters from three, but then paints over them to to create different Robot Masters. So, like oh. Snake Man becomes Shark Man, Hard Man becomes Bit Man. Uh, is it past tense bite? <clears throat> I, I, I don't I'm, know. I'm, I'm imagining a scene here that's just like parents calling from downstairs. Ronnie! Your dad's here! Mama making a Mega Man game! Yeah, basically. <laughs> well, like, if Mama busy! If, if there were like a fan-made Mega Man game where it's like, yeah, I made all the art myself. I didn't reuse any sprites. Except for I, the fan-made Mega Man and game. And I, I have great. no artistic talent whatsoever. Like That's what this would look like. Uh, <laughs> Mega Man X Street Fighter is fantastic. Yeah. Yes. yes. Still available. Free. But uh, speaking of Mega Man. And that guy has artistic talent. Talk about this, Chris, because you can't. Mm. Uh, Kickstarter is making for a lot of unofficial sequels, so mm. we're going to see a lot more. Mm-hmm. They're unofficial sequels, mm. generally done Those by the s- original creator of the franchise. That's but, true. Like, like um, the Mist creators just did one. They're making a new Mist. G- General game. Chaos Havoc something? Yeah. What's Where the name I, of that game? Why am oh, I I remember General this? Chaos from yes, Genesis. Yes, General Chaos. So yeah. it's the sequel to General Chaos. Yes. I remember yes. Professor That's Chaos. on Kickstarter. I, I guess you would call them spiritual successors. Yeah, those like are the spiritual. original developer doing Prefer, a new game. What's up with Wasteland? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If it were fitting this idea, it would be more like, I want to make a sequel to Chrono Trigger. Give me money. I yes. will make a sequel. I don't really Which know how that works because Mutant League just lost this failed to meet its Kickstarter. Mutant League football. Aww. Aww, but it, that's but sad. that's like very... That's not EA's IP? Or, or is part of the Kickstarter to pay them for the use of that franchise? Yeah, so, like, how does this it's work? Not clear, yeah. Hmm. How, did, how did you get your hands on this before getting money? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Very odd. Maybe that. Maybe they spent all their startup capital on securing the license, and they're like, "Okay, now we need money to pay for that development." Yeah. So give us money. Anyway, so that's our top five. We're gonna take a little yeah. break. We're gonna go out on Dead Milkman's Methodist Coloring Book, which has been running nonstop in my head all week. When we come back, we're gonna talk about some news, some new releases, probably some other stuff. Stay tuned.
Hey, this is Duke Lombardi, and this is the Duke Lombardi Hour for Duke Lombardi and Duke Lombardi enthusiasts of Duke Lombardi. That's right, bitches, I'm back. I ain't care what you heard from any hot SHR ladies. I ain't about to let any adorable woodland critters scare me away from doing a show. But first, I want to let you know about my friend the raccoon, who I look up to and who taught me everything I know. Man, this raccoon is so great. He's just the best at cracking open shellfish and knocking over trash cans. I love him. He's the best. And it's so nice of him to donate his time to this podcast, Vigigame Apocalypse, which you may be aware... Hey! Aware of! What the fuck is this? What's this thing doing in my seat? Chris! Chris, you motherfucker! You need to get this vermin out of my place. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, you sweaty fake bass. You say something, you little fuck? Give me back my mustache! Oh, God! Oh, shit, man! Why'd you have to yank so hard? You're lucky I didn't yank your head off, you mustache-stealing little rat! Uh, Letting raccoon record a promo. Jesus, this place has gone to shit. Anyway, uh, I guess the jig is up. It's me, the raccoon, one that lives under Chris's porch. Maybe I can stop demeaning myself like this week after week if you want to help out the show. You know, uh, subscribe, rate it on iTunes, especially if you want to leave us five stars. That skull gag is getting kind of old, you know? Or buy stuff through the Amazon links on lasertimepodcast.com and the host will get a little cut of what you spend. Isn't that nice? Go buy t-shirts with the show's terrifying skull logo through store.lasertimepodcast.com and go ahead and send them to me if you want to waste your money. I fucking love setting fire to my burrows now, all right? Tell your friends about the show. Follow it on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. Answer the question of the week at VigigameApocalypse.com. And please, for the love of God, if you want to be extra generous and donate a couple bucks, be sure to indicate that it's for Vigigame Apocalypse, or else it'll just get stuffed into Chris's underwear drawer and I'll have to touch all his bras to get at it. Now back to the show. God is gracious, God is good. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to segment two Hi, of Vigigame Apocalypse. Hi, Chris. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris. Michael. I'm Hi, Michael. Dave. You're Chris. You're Tyler. You're Dave. Hi, Michael. Hi. Hi, Hi Tyler. I'm Hi. Michael. I'm just noticing that this piece of plastic I took off a bottle of champagne uh-huh. says Zork on it. Patent really? pending. Yeah. I don't think you can patent no. Zork. I think no. it's already been patented. Well, yes. it is black. You see any white eyes in there? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might be about to be eaten by a Gru. Yes. I don't, I'm not sure that sentence was Do you English. still have that on your uh, yes, car? Yes, it's still there. Nice. I ain't steaming off no bumper stickers. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put this Confederate flag with a wolf coming out of it on my car. That's pretty awesome. And see if San Francisco... Because I like to think that it is... We, we discussed this earlier. I, don't, I like to think that it is not a pro-Confederate flag symbol. I like to think that the, the wolf is disapproving of the Confederate <laughs> yes. flag, so it is jumping through it, destroying He's, it in the process. He's rising <laughs> through racism. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I purchased that at the same... L.A. Uh, horrible gift shop. I bought the tit glasses. I remember that. That was so shitty. That place across the street from our hotel. I, I am addicted to stuff like that in shitty stores in New York. I bought apology, uh, big apologies to Bill Waterson, a bootleg Calvin and Hobbes shirt with a Calvin looking mad, and it says New York attitude. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I got to have this. How much is it? $3? Like, $3? Are you kidding me? For fuck's sake. I... 
You don't deserve to make that much off this shirt. Yeah, exactly. Like a Bill, I know Bill Watterson literally isn't getting a cent, <laughs> but even if this was a licensing deal, he probably still wouldn't get a cent. Yeah. Uh, but I did want to thank everybody. Well, then you wore it outside and it rained and the shirt dissolved. <laughs> I want to thank everybody at uh, New York Comic Con who dropped by to say hi. Fans of Vigigame Apocalypse, awesome. Laser Time, VG Empire, Cheap Popcast, what? and Cape Crisis. More people than I'm used to came by to say hi, and it was fucking amazing. Soren actually gave me cookies. Oh, yeah, I saw that picture of you with her. It's pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. They were awesome cookies. We were so drunk at a bar, and then, like, like, oh, yeah, I got some cookies in here. And they were, like, Oreos covered in chocolate chip cookies. Oh, that's nice. It's just like something Pizza Hut would make. Normally, uh, (laughs) composed females ravage them just ferociously at a bar. 3 a.m. drinking cutoff. I am not used to that still. Yeah. And because mm. I'm not tired when I'm in New York uh, around that time. That's true, because it's midnight for you. Yes, but then you have an 8 a.m. call, Ugh. which is like, uh, <laughs> which is like 5, 5 a.m. Shit. And I'm hammered. Yeah. Not yeah. good. Not Word. Good. New York, thank you. <laughs> so anyway, moving on to the very serious business of this episode, we have new releases to discuss. These are the new releases. They are releasing new and we do cherish them. We cherish them so, so much. Because they're new. Out yes. with the old. Anything that isn't Monster Hunter, I don't give a fuck. I know. Well, do you give a fuck about Batman? Because that's coming out between this podcast and the next one. No. Well, what? we we will give a fuck about Batman next week no, when we've had a chance to play it. It's biting on Ace Attorney's domain. That's true. Ah, that because can happen. When is Ace Attorney coming yeah. out? Uh, the 24th. Ace Attorney Dual Destinies. Dual Destinies. Coming 24th, 24th is Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. It's Thursday. a Thursday. It's $29.99. Um, it $29.99? Mm-hmm. For a game? <laughs> Come on. All right. Okay, I cannot deal with any more of that. Uh, yeah, it's... It, come on, it's a cheaper price than most uh, full-priced, long, beefy uh, 3DS games. It's in, available in the eShop. It's extremely rad if you're a fan of the series. Oh man, oh man, oh man. It's like that that series is it's always been awesome. It's always been like a visual novel, but now it not just due to the 3D, but it's upped it's 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 more like a game now than So if I, if I last played mm-hmm. um, one of the DS ones and sure. I come to this, what's the first thing I'll notice? Um well, you'll probably notice the 3D, but the, and like not that I'm not because it's is a, it full 3D like is Phoenix it's, it's full 3D polygonal now and, and then during the investigative scenes um, you can actually you're moving around oh. crime scenes instead of just clicking on a JPEG interesting so so it's like a I first person really thing like a shooter but without the guns uh, a little bit a little L- bit a little bit of gone home action there uh, but before you are trying to kind of like I, sometimes it felt like just guesswork like I'm just going to click here and maybe it'll tell me something but then there's that looks like something but I can't access it you can move around it hmm. nice and then uh, music is fantastic. The story is hilarious. Can I hide, find hidden audio logs from Phoenix's lesbian sister? No, <laughs> it's not that type of game. Damn. So if, I'm, if I've only and played... I'm interested in this? <laughs> yeah. I thought you liked Ace Attorney. I do, mm. I do. I'm just if I've only played the Harvey Birdman game, mm. well, I notice it's different. That was a pretty crazy. That uh, yes, yes, you will <laughs> you will enjoy it. I mean, it's, it is really funny, and I I know the game's not for like. It's not for everybody, but like if you like funny stories, interactive things, and a game that challenges you in really weird mental ways, where I actually feel like, oh, I use I use my brain for. Not that <laughs> I'm saying every game should do that, uh, that, but it's just where I'm like, 
wow, like I just sit back. I cannot believe I just solved that. Super fun, super neat. Ace Attorney fans, I don't need to tell you. It's great. No. Mm. But you, oh, it, you need to tell them they should buy it. And and it's um, that and, and Mario Luigi Dream Team are the first 3DS games that made me turn on my 3D. So, like, mm-hmm. subtle... 2D things that make something look more gorgeous, like a swinging lantern or a flock of birds flying in the in the background, like or a Phoenix Wright, or a Phoenix Wright. I mean, but it just it does doesn't he look considerably more gorgeous in this one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think right. he's, it's a, is he a gorgeous man. Would you yeah, say he's a gorgeous man? He's forever he he's forever yeah. twenty three. That's true. Look at him. Even though he's wearing a vest, which mm-hmm. somehow indicates he's older. He is older. He is older. Yeah. There's been a lot of time. There's been a couple of years. I think eight years between the yeah. last uh, series. Wow. I'd have a weird sex party <laughs> with him. <laughs> isn't this is the first one that's mature rated? Isn't it? It is. It's because mm-hmm. of all the sex scenes, right? No, it's just no? blood. Oh man, how disappointing! Just what blood. kind of blood? Little. Uh, <laughs> 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 I want, to, I want to back Is out. Is that the reason there's no sex scenes? I want to, I want to grab my jacket, uh. put it on in this 90-degree heat and leave. So Lego Marvel Super Heroes ah, is, a, is a seamless transition. Yes. Is what you should buy after Ace Attorney. Probably. I, I'm kind of surprised this is only coming out now. For whatever reason, I thought it was out like months ago. Um, yeah, me too. That's it's probably because it's a Lego game. Yeah. Actually, that's exactly why. <laughs> They're good games that you don't notice. I thought it came out last year and starred Superman uh, next to Batman. Well, you were only partially wrong. Yeah. That did happen again. That is one of the most unlikeliest <laughs> like dual generation games. I think that is coming out on Xbox One and PS4, if wow. I'm not mistaken. Because and I'm you... sure you can tell so much difference in yeah. the graphics. <laughs> oh, my God. Because the people demanded it. Mm-hmm. They had to have it happen. It, it, I, I'm, I would, at some point, well, like to think of an example of... A developer who has made both a Marvel and DC game. Hmm. Huh. That to me seems a little strange. It is a little bit. Hmm. It's a little strange, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I remember Lego Star Wars 2 was like a cross generational game, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you could get it on PS2, or you could get the much shinier uh, 360 version. <laughs> Such a crappy time for reviewers when <laughs> you have to, like, review three current gen versions, or two because no one's putting stuff out for the Wii U. And then you have to review two next-gen versions. And you got to put that stipulation in. Does It doesn't add anything from the 360 PS3 version, but what else are you going to buy? <laughs> it looks better. It's the same price. <laughs> New Sex Revolution Director's Cut is also out this week. Mm. Oh, we're a cute puppy. We're a cute director. The game was about petting cute puppies. I, I, I'm dropping this this is stupid <laughs> uh, uh, no great game no. Uh, all the DLC intact I'm guessing it's pretty much the same as a game of the year edition uh, that's not that's based on nothing what that's makes based it on a, a random guess cut. But that one's coming to Wii U it's gotta be something that makes it a director's it? cut yeah yeah, yeah, weirdly. That's yeah. what makes it a director's cut. It's on Wii U. <laughs> is that, is that it? The director insisted. whole time I wanted you to play this with a tablet. Yes. <laughs> or a leapfrog. And now it's possible. After we made a game that's literally on a tablet. <laughs> I wanted you to consult the Miiverse for these various problems in the game. You actually, you, you play as a me. <laughs> uh, whatever, good on the yeah. Wii U. Plus it has online features, I guess. Whatever. Uh... <laughs> Another thing we can talk about mm. that came out between our last podcast and this one mm. uh, is The Wolf Among Us, ah. which is a, you know the first installment in another Telltale game series, Creators of the Walking Dead. Mm. Uh, promises to be fantastic, based on what we've played so far. It's really fun. Yeah, the mm-hmm. first episode was really, really fun. It's super pretty. 
Uh, got they, that they, weird like cell shaded, I guess. Yeah, like, I really like Darkness Two called the style graphic Tell, noir. Telltale figured out what it was doing with The Walking Dead, and mm-hmm. now they're honing it. The graphics are yeah. a lot, a lot better. Like just cleaner. It looks. Yeah, it just looks more like a comic book. I think it was yeah. Penny Arcade that pointed out the lighting, and there are a lot of really nice light and shadow yeah. effects in it. If you if you pay attention, like just even at the very beginning when Bigby lights a cigarette, yeah, like it's just it this huge this bloom of light that just spreads out over him. My it's biggest awesome. my biggest problem with it is just the slowness of sort of activating moments of dialogue where it's like mm-hmm. you see some blood on the ground and click on it. Bend down, huh? Blood. Okay, now now I'll now I'll click the button that makes him touch it. Huh? It's fresh. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Okay, I could have told you that. Maybe he'll do that thing where he just sort of scratches his yeah, cheek yeah. for a second. Please continue. <laughs> and just like even in dialogue between characters, it'll just be like, we're going we're we're to establish <laughs> this shot of the character for mm-hmm. about ten seconds before he says. Yeah, yeah, and I, I have to say, I know it's not this. I don't. I well, I'm not going to say I know it's not. I looked it up. I don't think it's the same voice actor, mm-hmm. but the guy who does Bigby sounds like a, the same guy who did Sam the dog from Sam and Max, <laughs> but just like with a slightly more serious edge to yeah. his voice. <laughs> and so, but and then there's like these weird little things. It's like I could totally see Sam doing that, like. You know, when you click on the pickled eggs on the bar, and the bartender's like, let me help you. They're pickled eggs. Like, I know what they are. I'm just trying to figure out why anyone would eat one. Yeah, (laughs) he does seem a lot like Sam. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's really good, and I can see where the choices I made diverge. I was a total fucking asshole. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I was a dick. Um, I played it a bit more dickish the second time around. You get a chance to rip some dude's arm off. I totally did first yeah. time. There's, yeah. You have to do it because that's the only way to get one of the achievements. Is uh, you you get a uh, th- there's like for different actions. It's also know, the only way to show them that you mean business. That's true friend. because the dude sobbing on the floor with a pool cue stuck in his back is he not. He tried enough. to kill you. He did. See, I didn't do that, but I felt bad that I beat up Mr. Toad. In front of his child. You beat up Mr. Toad? I yeah. didn't even do that. You. I didn't know that was a possibility. How? You're a monster. Yeah. You monster. You sick, Mr. sick Toad, man. If it's the one I remembered, probably needed some discipline. He's an asshole. He did, yeah. But he is an asshole, but he's a, He loves he's a, his kid. He, he has a good reason for his assholery. He's, mm. he's. I mean, he's not a. He's not a violent man. He's not a physical man. He's no. a scared man. Yeah, yeah, but I like you, I spent the entire game like he's a pain in the ass. Yeah, but he doesn't deserve to be beaten. He wastes your time a lot. Yeah, he does. All right, That's maybe true. he does deserve a punch in the face okay. once in a well, while. Well, the thing was Spine. like I had I took the first option to hit him, and then there was another option. It was like stop hitting him or keep hitting him. I'm like. I'm gonna keep hitting him because I haven't gotten my answer yet. So I'm gonna hit you again. So how did Junior react? Uh, the, the the kid doesn't trust me. Like I got the the telltale uh, TJ or whatever the name of the we'll the remember this. was like TJ will not trust you. I'm like okay, whatever. Does he, do he start crying and say like stop hitting my daddy? More or less. Oh, and man. I fe- I have a feeling like like four games down the line. I'm gonna like. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna completely botch the case because the kid won't tell not me something. Not only did I not know humiliated a man in front of his own child who now has to grow up with that stigma. Not, not only did I not know that was an option, I was yeah. super nice to that kid. Yeah, and and even to, to- well, I was 
kind of dickish to Toad. Well, you kind of he was dicking me around. You get the Toad the sense that Toad is like one of those characters in cop shows who's like just a perennial thorn in the side yeah. of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know who you are. I know you're gonna waste my time. He's I'll, like the source. This is that, my job, uh, though. So yeah, um, yeah. But I I didn't like Bigby at first. Um, but by the end... Well, if you play him like an asshole, I can see why. Well, I, I didn't like him because he just really seemed unmotivated. He just doesn't know what he's... He, he kind of is incompetent and... He's not incompetent. He's a good investigator. No. Although he doesn't use his senses like he would in the comic. Like, he doesn't he, smell the blood and know who it's from. He, okay, yeah. He, yeah. Where does it take place in regards to the comic? Beforehand? It's before the comic. It's set sometime in the 80s in New York. And, 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 and we should say, if you're not familiar with the comic or with the premise... You'll like it more. The, big the, bad wolf. the idea is that, yeah, you're playing as the big bad wolf in human form who is the sheriff of a community of fairy tale characters who are living in exile after some monstrous force took over their world. And they've been living in exile for centuries in New York in, City. In New York City. Yeah. They came when it was still New Amsterdam. So so mm. that that brings me to my biggest problem with the game is that it's a prequel. Mm -hmm. It is said to be canon. Mm -hmm. So I haven't read the comics, but like Anne has. Mm -hmm. And as a canon prequel, mm -hmm. certain things in it yep. can't really be happening. Yeah. So well, I'm sure they know that fans will be like, wait, what? Yeah. So, so what's going on here, really? Basically, they're sort of telegraphing their twists yeah. mm -hmm. by calling it a canon prequel because mm. it's like you can't kill a character that's alive later in the comics mm. if it's a prequel that's canon so obviously something Unless is going in the fifth on. episode you get magic beans that <laughs> absolutely everything yes, that make everything go back to normal they're making a Jack yeah. and the Giant movie by the way um, they, didn't they just make one they're making a new Brian one Brian Singer made one God. yeah the what Walking. Was that, it was that animated one that came out last year. <laughs> no, they're making a live action. It's like or earlier this year. Thick, I don't. I, I only know about it because um, the Not Asylum good. is making a mock, uh, mock bus, mock, oh, okay. mock buster. Uh, I'm just thinking of that. I, I think it was this summer. It was like the the Jack and the Beanstalk, like whatever. A year ago. And it, was it a year yes, ago? Brian I think Singer's the giant, Jack yeah. the Giant Slayer. The, yeah. the CG one. It's live action, but with a shit ton of CG. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. But, yeah, it's no, just I like, I remember so. seeing it, and I was like, they clearly think this is a huge event movie and not a stupid thing that everybody's yeah. going to deride. <laughs> I was only looking up stuff like that, because the Asylum made a uh, 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 mock buster. Yes, you mentioned. Uh, Jack the Giant Player? No, of Pacific <laughs> Rim, called Atlantic Rim. Nice! Oh my god. Right. <laughs> you, you totally have to skip through that, but anyway. Off it's kind of a it's cool like open water, where the couple's just sort of swimming in the Atlantic, and then one decides to rim the other. It's still kind it, of a cool... What if that was your job to come up like, it's you need to so rip off this movie? <laughs> yes, but then like, fun, like a, not, not like one of those awful like parody movies. No, but they're, they're to, trying. Yeah, you have to like make a sincere. Yeah, you thing. have to make a sincere ripoff that does not involve porn. It's like yeah. imagine <laughs> trying to make Pacific Rim with a budget of two hundred dollars uh, and uh, an art school dropout doing the CG. <laughs> I think it's going like, to look a lot like a Godzilla movie. <laughs> it's it's it looks more like um, Power Rangers. Oh, nice! Yeah. Like that style of CG with more for time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that is not on. That's that's for a laser time on a future date. Rocksmith 2014 edition nice. is also out this week. Don't say it like that. Uh, 
Corey How Banks. should I say it? At PC Gamer is playing it. He okay. actually loves it so far. So. They came by and did a demo the other day. So pe- people like it. Yeah. You can understand yeah. someone not being interested in it, but it is kind of fascinating. This is kind of the future we always dreamed of, where in, our real instruments talk to our games and can teach us to play mm-hmm. better. And play competitively. No one's ever been able to play guitar competitively. Can it help me make rocks at my anvil, though? That's what I really need right now. I don't understand what that means. It's Rocksmith. Oh, I got it. Uh, I got it. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, no. Stay the same note. Okay. Uh, Perfect. Oh, my God. Music to my ears. <laughs> no, I, I music to your ears would be... Now the hatchlings can commence! To play Rocksmith, because I like no. the idea that I could learn to play an instrument better by playing a game. Because I'll play games, I won't sit down and try to learn something legitimate. And they paid me to do something once. No, yeah. Oh, no, I never got paid for that. No, yeah. <laughs> it was the most fun I've ever had. Oh. No one watched that Rocksmith video uh, behind the store, behind the, oh, behind the music of Zamboner. <laughs> oh, that one, right. Yes, okay. And it made me feel really old, just like having to the film crew. That's right. No, nobody got paid for those. The, the film crew, like it's like a behind the music parody. Like, what's behind the music? Like, really? <laughs> behind the music isn't that that old, is it? You should have at least seen a parody of it. Yeah, exactly. If you yeah. haven't seen it, like behind the music that sucks. I mean, that was on YouTube, right? No, it was. It must have YouTube. been like sumo.com or something. Heavy.com. Heavy. Thank you. Heavy. They had a sumo as their logo. That's all I remember. They don't do behind the music anymore. What season no. did the Simpsons do the behind the music parody? Was it like the- all of them? No, they did a specific. They did, they did with, the, with the, the same voiceover guy who does the actual show. And that and was when the they were. That's when they revealed where Springfield was. Where is it? Did they? It was like K- Kentucky or something. No, they didn't. Because the movie makes a joke about not knowing where Springfield is. No, they did in this one episode. And I, it had to be like the 13th season or so. It, it's like... It's at a point where there's been more, almost more seasons since they had that episode. Where it was I like... At that point, yes. I'm like, oh, okay, this is clever, but this is obviously... Coming up next, show. Homer. Yeah. And, yes. <laughs> uh, yes, what were we talking about? New releases. They yeah, are releasing new releases. Newly. They did release newly. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really about everything of note that I know how to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. News this week. Again, not a lot to talk about except Sleeping Dogs. Boogerman! No, not Sleeping Dogs. <laughs> Boogerman is on Kickstarter. Is it? Yes. Why is, is Boogerman on Kickstarter? 20th anniversary, the original creators with music by uh, Jesus. Grant Kirkhope. Please, people, donate. <laughs> Let's get another Boogerman. Dare Can you I say, say Boogerman a- like that again? Boogerman. Well, you, you said... Boogerman. You shouted it. Boogerman. Boogerman! I, that. Yeah. Um, well, you, for, you said accidentally sleeping dogs, but we probably didn't yeah. talk about the news that they did announce that a pre- or a successor, sorry, is coming. They are developing a sequel to, to, sleeping, to dogs. sleeping Dogs. Yeah. Oh, it, that's so awesome. It was like a couple weeks ago they announced that. Oh. So, but the news you were talking about is the Watch Dogs. Yes, story. I got I got confused. Too many open world games with dogs in them. Yes, <laughs> Watch Dogs. Two is too many actually is, from my brain. Uh, being delayed till spring, March. I think like Amazon said like June thirtieth, twenty fourteen is that's, my new ship date. That's just an Amazon thing. It's yeah. they no, said no, Ubisoft yeah. said spring. Okay, yeah. spring. Mm-hmm. So, so that's that's probably like this is the end of spring. So here's it's a conservative that, it's estimate. It's the fiscal quarter. So it's like yeah, it yeah, can yeah. be April 1st to June 30th. They really got it close on that because it was supposed to release next month. Yeah. Mm. I'm kind of annoyed because now what the fuck am I going to play with my <laughs> PS4? Yeah. 
Yeah. Like that, I, it was going to be that and Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed Four, and that was it. And now it's like, well, I've already. Uh, Man, what games are you going to play uh, this holiday season? Uh, you haven't done anything with Assassin's no, Creed. No, I haven't. I haven't. You've uh. never even heard of it. I don't know what it um, is. Yeah, Watch Dogs was going to be a big console launch game, but they must really need to work on it more if they're delaying what? a console launch game. Yeah. I'd like to think yeah. it's a bit of maybe needing a little more work, and like it's a new IP. The, it, maybe don't launch it in the middle yeah, of yeah, every yeah. single high-profile sequel. Yeah, that may be. I mean, that that kind of that strategy kind of spelled doom for Ubisoft back yes. in two thousand three when they did Prince of Persia. I mean, it's and something Splinter Cell. It's something they want stuff. to be. 13. A, they want it to become a franchise that has sequels. Like, yeah. but that your first impression has to be good. I mean, Assassin's Creed's first impression wasn't great, and it became a huge series. But then, why, but why I make people's why make Shut people's up. first impression of the game in between? Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed, and Batman, yep. where it can sit in the spring and look like look, a golden, look, the mean, golden gem that it, it mm, could be. Exactly. Look at launch titles. How I don't know how many of them ultimately do we go? That was disappointing. Kenji, like, pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cameo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other perfect Dark, dark. Zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, just King like, Kong, Gun. But those were all PS2 games that just. I mean, got launch titles. Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. Ah, uh, yes. American Skateland. Oh, that's a GB. Launch game. titles do benefit from sort of the launch hype glasses rougher games are allowed to get sequels and Mm -hmm. end up refining themselves but i don't know i i i I don't think you i have a lot of faith in ubisoft to make something great i think they need a little more time fine it's a better decision it's other than ac4 though it's like i am not at all enthused about any of the ps4 launch lineup i don't care about drive club editor's note this was recorded before the announcement that Drive Club would be delayed. I mean, Killzone is, mm. is interesting. Uh, Battlefield 4 and Call of Duty Ghosts, I yeah. could play on anything. Yeah, we're playing them on PC. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not really what that interested Rise? in either of them. Rise? Rise? On Xbox One. Yeah. Oh, we're, Rise we're Facts. The game of 11,000 crunch dinners. It, it could Come be on. Both. It could be both. That PS4, that, PS4 sort of, or Xbox One. It sort of irritated me, that Rise stuff. Rise facts. What, were, you, were you irritated by what they tweeted or the reaction? The, the reaction. I mean, there, there definitely was a negative way to take that. And yes, people work long hours. But the only thing... We had just briefly talked about it for a second. Like, nobody likes crunch time when it happens. So that's why a, you shouldn't pride yourself in it. But, it's, but we do pride ourselves in it. It you is shouldn't. fun. It is romantic. It is. It is awesome to. There's ca- lots of hookups during crunch time. It, it is. Mm. There is something people ro- have to, time to fuck. There is something to romanticize. <laughs> no, I understand about, about it. And like, it is awesome caring about something and getting to the final goal. And like, it's not so much that like ah, I can't go home. It's like nobody wants to go home. Everybody kind of wants to make sure everything. I'm, gets Oh, done. I'm sure that's the case. Some yeah, nobody wants to go home because everybody else is still here working. If I go home, I'll look bad. I know. I know how that was. Get, we all worked at Games Radar. I get that side of things, but I, I'm sure it's the case sometimes that it's really romantic and everyone's just like so excited to be there, and it's just like a startup mentality. But also, not necessarily for rise and not necessarily something to pride yourself in that people yeah. are kind of like not well, seeing their families. I think sure. on, on either side of the equation. Rise and Knack are like two games that look sort of unspectacular, but are being pushed as like flagship launch titles. Yeah, and I don't understand why with either of them. It's like, these look like games I would be moderately interested in if they shipped now. 
like Rise. during this console yeah. generation. I mean, well, they spelled Rise wrong, so come on, how good can it be? <laughs> That's Crisis. They have to spell everything like that. Rise or Crytek. Crytek looks visually impressive, but every time every time I played it at E3, I was like, I played that four times over the course of one E3, and mm-hmm. and I wasn't even enjoying it the first time. By the fourth mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. I wished death upon myself. I, I played it at PAX, the multiplayer, and the thing that stuck with me the most... Well, two things stuck with me the most. Mm. Number one, the set design and the way that the sets in multiplayer rise up out of the floor of the arena, that's mm. very cool. Number two, why can't the fucking camera stay focused on what <laughs> my character is looking at? Why is it floating over his shoulder while he's turned in the other direction? I've, I've heard it's been sure. better every time they've demoed it. So, Arena? like... I don't know. No. Mm. Eh. Hmm. It's just I, I don't know. I, it 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 it'll have to work to impress me. Rise Maybe I'll facts. be impressed, but I'm not impressed by what I've seen I, from that or, or Knack, <coughs> which Knack is just like what? Why? Why is this? Yeah. Why what? is this platform? This, why this is, is this? like God of War light, and everybody's like, oh, but the particle effects are really impressive. No, they're not. You they're cl- not. You clearly haven't played the particle effects. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that they're not impressive for particle effects. I'm saying <laughs> particle effects in and of themselves are, are not that impressive. Inherently uninteresting. <laughs> they're not, they not a feature I look for. Like, oh, look at the bullet points on Boxback. Uh, <laughs> particle effects. Oh, yes, I have to buy this fucking game. Yeah, I guess if that's, the, if that's a game that for you, <laughs> you should exclusively play whatever the hell NVIDIA shows in tech demo. I should. I will. <laughs> I will say particle effects in, like, using, I've been playing with an Oculus Rift. Mm-hmm. I was playing Quake 2 mm-hmm. on the Oculus Rift. Wow. And, like, just... People still play Quake 2? On the yeah, Oculus PC Rift. PC gamer, yes, they do. <laughs> yes, and just being mesmerized by firing rockets, like... Particle effects look so much cooler in 3D. I can I can imagine where it's just like, wow, look at that trail of like pixel sparks coming off that, but it looks like it's right there. Anyway, that Killzone 3 stuff looked impressive in 3D. So are you saying this hmm. is a bad, bad, bad launch selection for? Uh, I'm saying PS4 that my enthusiasm X-Bone? for launch has lessened. What's the Xbone launch? Uh, like? Xbone launch looks like Dead Rising three and very little Damn else. Uh, mm. Rise and what else? What else? You know Rising this better. Dead Rising yeah. Oh, Forza. Forza. Yeah, we got Forza. we got Forza on one hand. We got Drive Club on the other. Yeah, mm. I'm sure. Which, by the way, they both look awesome. You have sure. to launch with a racing game. They also both look the same to me. I don't they're know. It's like they're very same. pretty racing games where you race around and like, oh, here's some green lines on the road that show me when I should yeah. turn. Break. Uh, well, no, Forza, I never understand that. I hate those games. Sure I hate realistic racing sims. It's not even that realistic. It's I think Forza is the perfect balance between yeah. racing sim and. Forza is is from a dedicated racing series that mm-hmm. people will buy, whereas Drive Club is is it free? I don't know. You don't talk about Drive Club. Yeah. <laughs> First rule of Drive Club is my favorite launch games for the next gen consoles are Netflix, mm-hmm. Hulu. Mm-hmm. They can snap it in on looking, the Xbox One. You can snap. Yeah, it. I'm looking forward to the snapping and the Twitter the yeah. Twitter support, so I can live tweet movies I'm watching. Nice. Yeah. And um, I'm going to... Connect! Tell Twitter! I hate this movie! <laughs> Tell yeah. Twitter, Atlantic Rim is not very good. <laughs> Do not recommend. <laughs> Connect, give me YouTube! <laughs> yeah, oh, that's the other launch game I'm looking for. Connect, to, Vine YouTube. me, please. Because mm-hmm. YouTube is the most fun we actually have in that living room that's as a true. group. Yeah. <laughs> Sad, but true. Uh, it, I think it, it's, it's, it's also still a weird time for games where... 
games weren't as prohibitively expensive as they were during every other mm-hmm. launch we've ever seen. So people mm-hmm. are, I think people are just being very careful. Yeah. Also, uh, you don't have to buy bundles this time around, uh, which I don't think you had to do last time. No. But you could have bought the Watch Dogs bundle well, for PS4. Awesome, I'm glad still I did. Honoring that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like if you bought the Watch Dogs bundle, you will get a PS4 and you will get Watch Dogs when it ships. Or you can, I I think you can cancel and just go with the PS4. But that's Hmm. a really cool thing for a retailer to do. It is, yes. But no Aiden Pierce statues. Sad. That won't be out yet. Mm -mm. But yeah, when I was in Montreal to do a preview of it. I like the pause there. It's like you're, you're waiting for applause. <laughs> when I was... Uh, Montreal, wow. Traveling oh, the world. Bien. To uh, Quebec. I'm sorry, Tyler. Quebec. Quebec. Uh, as we call it. It's pronounced Quebec. <laughs> no, but I was doing a preview like a couple months before release and I was walking by people's desks looking at stuff I was not supposed to be looking mm-hmm. over to my right. Mm-hmm. They were That's like, always fun. They were animating cutscenes and I'm like, so this is like a couple months away from release. Like... That doesn't look like the polish stage. That looks like you're still making stuff that's going <laughs> to go into the game. But that could have been a completely be a part of the story. A different portion of the stage. Somebody could be testing yeah. UI. Somebody and it could have been Watch Dogs too. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, 2016. I think cutscenes are they tend to be completed like after everything else. They mm. are the last thing to be finished. No, probably. But it's just no. like the, the amount of work. No? I saw I've, going on looked... I've played games where that was kind of the case. <laughs> well, they, they, sometimes they're not even done in the same by the same company. That's true. No, cutscene, but cutscenes are like, they don't but, matter. Right. You, they, play, you can play games early enough, you will see I don't believe, static animatics. I, I don't believe any game has ever been delayed because of cutscene. Hmm. No, probably not. But it just no. like, the stage development I was seeing was like a lot of people at a lot of computers doing a lot of work. Like, mm. I'm, I'm sure it's a, a lot to do. some sort of quality issue. And we you call know, them the spit shiners on the floor. If it results in a better game, fine. But yeah, I mean, we'll be disappointed, a, but we're a, not. It's just a little bit disappointing. It I is. was looking forward to it's that. It's disappointing, but we're not over oh, like, game. This is going to be the first time. thing I play on my new system. It's going to be awesome. I have that old mentality where everything gets that gets delayed. I'm like, good. I don't have time to deal with this right now. <laughs> no, I, I was going to review so. that oh, you game. you mean an old man mentality, it not sucks. an old mentality. I, yeah. I, I was going to review Watch Dogs. Oh, I, mean, I still am, probably, when it comes out, but I was like, thank God, because hmm. I have to review the new XCOM expansion, and I have to do a big cover story mm-hmm. on something I can't talk about. But like, ah, mm. uh, having to do that would have sucked. It's Sim Ant too. Yes, I knew it, I knew it was going to happen. Oh my God, <laughs> beautiful! I can't believe you guessed that. It's like they're doing a whole Sim Earth. They're doing a new Sim. Are Tower. they going to do a new Sim Life? Sim Life. Sim That's Tower. the one nobody cared about or remembers. Yeah. Well, do you remember Sim Tower? I love Sim. I Tower. do remember it's Sim Tower. The cover on the Incredible Tune Kickstarter. <laughs> Are they going to do Sim Copter? Is it going to have gay men kissing? Oh God, Sim Copter. <laughs> um, <laughs> they should really do like Streets just a, of Sim City. Come on. They should do a uh, Sim everything. They oh should. my God, I should work at Max. They should do a Sim Sim, and then Sierra mm. can sue them for ripping <laughs> off a Space Quest Four joke. Only Tyler gets that. Hyperventilating a little bit. Slowly has become the leading podcast for uh, Space Quest 4 humor. It is, it is. Except for Space Quest 4 cast. They consistently beat us on iTunes. (laughs) God God damn those guys, by the way. Space Quest 4... Forecast is the ultimate fake rival. They just did their 500th episode. They really, yes... 
And they That's have been, 500 times longer than the game itself. How was. do they have the same theme song as us? <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> we paid money for our theme song. Mm-hmm. Space Quest forecast. <laughs> should have a colon. Song. <laughs> what's what's next? Guaranteed no listeners. <laughs> <laughs> and they're still beating us. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I'm gonna cry Space now. Quest forecast, don't bother. <laughs> we but, need to do that. But seriously, fuck those guys. <laughs> Space <laughs> Quest forecast. These guys are dicks. Uh, uh, more like Space Quest Four skin. Am I right? Those guys are. I really don't like the host Glaive Mudden. Yeah, yeah. That guy sucks. Yeah. Fuck him. Love his name, I hope he though. dies. <laughs> One of my favorite weapons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like a redneck with a projectile. Glaive <laughs> mud! <laughs> take my glaive out for some mud. And and oh. Nigel Sperparas. Oh, that's good. Nigel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Michael sure. Nigel. Yeah, sure. I, don't, I don't know, like, Pissed. Nigel Sperparas. It's kind of a mixture between British and Old West. It, yeah, and the like Sperparas sounds kind of like a, it's almost Sperparas. <laughs> Why did I say almost. that out loud? Almost. Which goes with the foreskin thing. Sweet. Yeah. I, yeah. I predict a new, list, a new community <laughs> member. Mm-hmm. Nope. Sperparas. Channel Land for a second. Nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, Speaking of community, yes. we should probably get to it because we've got two questions of the week to answer. Oh, because oh, as, as wonderful as... Brett and Carolyn and Henry were for taking over the show last week. They did not read any answers. So, as it was pointed out to me, Triskitable started the forum thread to uh, our question of the week for episode 36. Lovely man. Which, if you'll recall, was if you could put Tom Clancy's name in front of any game franchise and transform it, what would it become? Did I say the Reagan orgasm? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Yes, you did. That question is so old that Tom Clancy's corpse blank. <laughs> Tom Clancy's corpse's splinter cell. We're at the, we're at the point in the podcast where finishing jokes has become Tom Clancy's corpse was buried. Too- Tom Clancy's corpse is buried next to it. Yeah. <laughs> ah, How about that? Ah, Not bad. Uh, all right. So Triskitable says. Tom Clancy's Just Cause has the potential to be the most absurd game to ever exist. What with your general Clancy military tropes and conspiracy plots mixed in with Just Causes, this absolutely has to be intentionally dumb dictator stories. All I'm saying is, I wouldn't mind being airdropped by Hawks pilots and doing missions with splinter cells. This time, everyone gets a grappling hook. Yay. Yay. Oh, double Rainbow Six. (laughs) (laughs) All the way. Uh, Zipaw says, let's go with Tom Clancy's Mario Party. It would have some vague change each irritation that must be referencing some book I haven't read, but it's clearly making someone out there happy. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll just assume I'd like it more if I knew, but hey, it's pretty good as a standalone thing. That's such a pleasant <laughs> attitude. <laughs> making someone out there happy. Good on it. This is Awkward Loser. I don't fuck around when it comes to Awkward Loser. All right, all right. Um, Damn straight you don't. I'd love to see Tom Clancy's Zelda, a squad-based Zelda made with Ghost Recon-inspired combat, but with a more melee focus. Uh, the blonde hair, blue eye, ivory-skinned, androgynous fairy boy 
and his equally cliched girlfriend, sister or cousin, they're all the same, uh, Link or Zelda, <laughs> whatever the timeline is, as well as two other duders team up and take down a big evil black dude slash pig monster clad <laughs> in black and red <laughs> and his minions. Each temple could be split into missions and levels uh, and classic Zelda items will be used. It will be used the way the equipment is uh, in Tom Clancy games. Most importantly, Michael Ironside will voice Ganon. Uh, Ellen, like pa- Ellen Page and Cor- Courtney uh, Draper will voice Zelda and Link. Needless to say, Zelda fans, i.e. adults clinging to their childhood who blindly pledge allegiance Ooh, to ouch. an irrelevant game company hmm. who hasn't had a oh, new what? idea in a good ten Poor years. Nintendo. Nintendo's the Mr. Rogers of the game industry. <laughs> it really is. Far wealthier, though. I mean, Mr. Rogers never pulled any fan videos off YouTube. That <laughs> <laughs> never happened. Uh, That's will complain they fear change and want the same experiences they've had since 1986 despite the many leaps uh, fantasy stories have taken since then Jesus Christ awkward loser and and by the way Pikmin came out in the 2000s Hmm. so there new idea (laughs) new idea my foot Mm -hmm. Uh, fling smash right that's a Nintendo idea sure Mm -hmm. boom block motion control rhythm heaven wand I wave Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. Uh, griff Writes uh, Tom Clancy's Tom Clancy, in which you <laughs> somebody play, had to make that joke. Somebody did. In which you play as Tom Clancy, who must take out a rogue Tom Clancy writer. Uh, parentheses because there is no way he wrote all those books. You know, I believe he did. Mm-hmm. He's a prolific writer, mm-hmm. who is not keeping the Tom Clancy name up to standard, or maybe just Tom Clancy's Street Pass. Oh, yeah. It would be a, <laughs> it would be stalking certain people in a massive augmented reality game. This actually sounds pretty fun. Actually, yeah, Tom really Clancy's... Does. Like, some people are marked as commies, and then other I, people have to stop them. As it said, Tom Clancy's Street Pass, I'm just imagining a line of me's that are all Tom Clancy. <laughs> with, you know, with big smiles and, like, aviator glasses and yes. ball caps. and stupid <laughs> Top Gun hats. Uh-huh. By the way, this it's is... the uh, bomber jackets. Griff's uh, profile image. Oh, oh what happened is... Hey, is that me next to Ira Glass? That is you next to yeah. Ira Glass. Hello, and, uh, this is Ira Glass. Guys. We're talking about Tom Clancy games today. <laughs> and then a funny thing happened. <laughs> Dave picked up the iPad started reading. And we, uh, Tom Clancy in three parts. <laughs> <laughs> Stabby Joe says, Tom Clancy's Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Warware where a rogue American general is working for the Russians in a conspiracy to take over America as the Russians to then take over Russia as the Russians to turn Russia to America to then retake America as America. Well, they basically want Russia and America to switch places and then yeah. fight. <laughs> I like it. It does. It's, it's a seems, good plot. It man. sings. <laughs> Does. And it has something to say about the nature of warfare in general. It does. It does. Says something. It does. It does. It does. Oh my god! <laughs> I was going to switch over to the comments now, but I have to read. Hands the monos of fate. <laughs> Tom Clancy's Dance Dance Revolution. You are a clandestine group of Navy SEAL soldiers sent by the U.S. government to stop a drug cartel, rebel militia in South America that plots to overthrow the government. By challenging them to a dance-off, you get bonus points for the more in-sync dance moves and unlock government conspiracy theories. And uh, he also has Tom Clancy's Tony Hawk's with three X's, American Wasteland, 
with Communism DLC. Nice. <laughs> Which is a beautiful I think American image. Wasteland was mine, by yes. the way. Thank the you. government uh, pays for it. <laughs> um, aren't we already living in an American Wasteland, yeah, man? man? Government what shutdown. Oh, wait, that ended. Yeah, Bart strike still happening. Thank God, it, thank God for that heroic sewer pipe is all I'm going to say. <laughs> Uh, some random chap says Tom Clancy's Extreme Beach Volleyball. I want hands free. I want hands free model viewer too. It has to include him and his sexy taint. Man, I I played that game. Weird. Um, Forgot about it. Wow. Uh, Tom Clancy's Last Guardian. Who's that? From obviously a douche because oh, okay. Tom Clancy's Last Guardian because someone had to do it. Um, mm-hmm. No idea what it would be. <laughs> would be like <laughs> other than the fact that it would be out and have six sequels, two of which were books. <laughs> that would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, man, your listeners are funny. They are. Mm-hmm. We have good listeners. Cassidy says, Tom Clancy's Final Fantasy. It rhymes. It does. <laughs> it would be a JRPG set in the real world, sort of like Parasite Eve. You play as the commander of a party of specialists out to stop a rogue organization of ex-Russian biologists and geneticists who unleash a virus hidden in crystal meth that turns users into hive mind zombies and mutants. Nice. Instead of casting magic, you use abilities that are specific to your background, parentheses job system. Instead of summons, you slowly get access to increasingly more powerful reinforcement call-ins like armored UAV drones, artillery strikes, missile strikes, etc., each with elaborate cutscenes, parentheses, that are skippable. Thank you. You're a future great game designer. Somebody should hire guests. Instead (laughs) of HP, you just have luck, and getting hit slash taking damage just plays animations where the recipient character narrowly dodges the attack or sustains a glancing blow. When your luck runs out, you die. Luck is restored by resting at a hotel. Of course. (laughs) Sounds nice. Well, if if rhyming is a criterion here, I'd like to change my answer to Tom Clancy's Fancy Prancy. (laughs) Oh, that's uh, fantastic. It's about learning to prance in high heels as uh, Tom Clancy. Every time I touch an iPad, I break something. Don't let me touch it anymore. All right. Maybe for the PC gamer. Just two more times. Touch a death on Apple products. I I don't know how to Mac. I don't know how to Apple. <laughs> that's better. Why do they still call them Macs? Macintosh computers. Because that's what they've been since 84. Yeah. I mean, Macintosh was a kind of Apple computer, yes. was it not? It was yes. a kind of Apple, yes. Mm-hmm. It is a kind of Apple and a kind of Apple computer. It's it was a kind of Apple before apples <laughs> went extinct along with our bee population. But I can't tell if you're just like robotically correcting me or there actually is an Apple... There is an apple Macintosh called Macintosh apples. apples yes. are, yeah. Really? Macintosh yes. apples are a thing. They're red mm-hmm. and large and kind of mealy. So apple Nice and apple Yeah. If there was a long time where everything, like Newton, is a, a loose connection to an apple. Because it fell on him? Yes. That doesn't make sense. It does. All right, so... Also, apple Newtons are delicious. They should apple Chippendale because they sure. threw apples once. <laughs> Uh, Lord English says, Tales of Tom Clancy, the thrilling saga of an an amnesiac U.S. Marine washed up in a strange desert world threatened by a giant evil. He finds himself in a motley crew of misfits like the brash, cocky, seen-it-all mercenary, the gruff, elderly, seen-it-all retired warrior who mentors said amnesiac U.S. Marine, the sassy, screechy little girl character, 
and the obvious love interest as they band together to save the world from Al-Qaeda. Uh, I mean, the great evil. Active time, <laughs> battle, gunfights, fetch quests involving finding X number of camel dung slash palm tree leaves slash UN relief supplies for the starving masses and the shocking plot twist that you yourself have been Al-Qaeda all along. Oh, I'm, still, I'm still laughing most at the name Lord English. <laughs> He's like Lord British's smaller brother. Yes. Rich, Richard Garriott picked on you when you were little. <laughs> uh, th- there is an astoundingly thorough tertiary knowledge of Tom Clancy's work <laughs> going on in the forums yes. right now. I'm very impressed. Uh, so, next question of the week from mm. last week that we have to address... Uh, out of all the Pokemon that have appeared on this series as covers, oh, which is Y'all's favorite? Y'all's mm-hmm. being the word mandated by Brett. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Sounds Giraffe. Sounds like a Carolyn thing. Super Giraffe uh, said, Gotta say Charizard. Maybe a basic choice, but dragons are cool. I like Pikachu. I do too. Uh, I like Ash. Is that a Pokemon? <laughs> I like Brock. <laughs> what's the name of that little... Brockamon. What's the name of the little yeah. orange lizard from Digimon? Um, Dickhead. That's my yes. favorite Pokemon. <laughs> Dickhead. Fuckface. Dickhead the Digimon is my favorite. <laughs> the Green Pokemon. Ranger. Um, <laughs> uh, is po- uh, Pikachu might be the only, like, hmm. first, uh, like, pre-evolution Pokemon that's ever been on a cover, right? That's probably... Yeah. I don't know. Uh I don't know. Because Charizard uh, wasn't, Bl- wasn't Bulbasaur on the cover. No, was it? Who said? Who care. said Charizard? Super Draft. Uh, Z Paul also said uh, Charizard. And uh, let's say Cinnasaur. I just realized the only uh, first gen and first gen remakes get non legendaries on their cover, so I would go with Blastoise. Yes, Blastoise. What? Blastoise. I'm blue. Uh, I got Blue as my first Pokemon's uh, game, partially because of the awesome turtle with the cannons being right there in the cover. Actually, the Conjuration image, I definitely recognize. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, That's I, why I was thinking of Bulbasaur. I was confusing it. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I actually refused to believe that Ash was supposed to be uh, red and Gary was supposed to be blue when my friend told me the harsh reality. So sad. Um, <laughs> and BBT says, uh, I'm going to have to go with ho oh just look at all oh. its majesty. Yep, it's that bird thing. Mm. Well, I know. Oh, all right. Well, if you know, then <laughs> I'm sure all the listeners do. Like, whenever I say it like that, it means I had no idea. <laughs> I might touch this. I'm going to go with Johnny Five, personally. Okay. Pokemon. Johnny Five the Pokemon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I'm love to read with... at the bottom, Johnny Five has become alive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Carl. Or naturalized uh, citizen. He's a very nice Pokemon who lives on my street. He always picks up his trash. I love Carl. <laughs> Our landlord's a cool Pokemon. He only <laughs> says his name, and sometimes he fixes our screen door. I, oh. We can't summon him. No, it's pretty... <laughs> no, no, no. You, you, you never know when he's going to come fix your screen door, but he might. Uh, Triskitable says... Surfing Witowski. Jordy Lee. <laughs> Did you already read Triskitable? Did you? No, not that one. Wow, he's Argon level? I can't remember. I set... can't believe I set this up. But anyway, Triskitable says uh, Shadow Lugia. Is that how you pronounce it? Lugia? Sure. Lugia? I don't... Lugia. On Robert Shadow Lugia. Lugia. Damn it. Yeah, I like, I like Lugia. Time. Like Shadow Lugiers, they're like... Uh-huh. Our jokes like, just jinx one another. <laughs> Tom, Tom Clancy's We've The Olympics. We've been hanging out too long. Our jokes are in sync. <laughs> On a XD Gale of Darkness? I don't know what that is. Sure, it's not a main series release, 
main that series. Doesn't count. In quote. Ban that guy. But it's an actual <laughs> Pokemon game. Whatever. Triscuitable's cool. And uh, damn it, uh, Lugia looks so badass on the cover. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure the Luge team looks fine. <laughs> A bunch of losers. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward loser. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Darth Ender X says uh, Giratina. Easily. Fucking Ghost Dragon. I hope I pronounced that right. Sure. It's a little weirdly centipedish to begin with, but his altered form is epic, and there's a picture, and it is a little like the human centipede, but with more talons. A lot of talons. Hmm. I'm trying to imagine the human centipede with talons now. It's very unsettling. Attractive. Yeah, attractive. No, that's I what mean, I was looking for. Hot. Uh, Sexually invigorating. Boner fuel. <laughs> Sensation, you know? I don't know. New name, new name. Yeah, now I, who can't pronounce stuff? Yes, you can be sperm parts. <laughs> yeah, what? That's the username. Your laser level will start over, though. All right. <laughs> I barely got the new username right, so he chose Di- Dialga from the cover of Diamond because it has Roar of Time, which sounds like an 80s metal song. Which is ironic because this is a dragon slash steel type, which is the most metal album covers. I had the most fun using this Pokemon in the game. I would also like to point out that one of the funniest things was the scale where you could see how the weight Pokemon compared to the trainer. You could select this with Dialga, and when it would fall onto the scale, the trainer would launch off the other side. What? It was pretty much the Team Rocket is blasting off again mode, although... I should have been able to use that to scale mountains quicker. He's so heavy metal. Yes. Sensational. <laughs> Please tell us how to pronounce your name in future episodes, sir. <laughs> so please include a pronunciation guide yeah. with your post. Sensational. I'll just decide. All right, one more round of these. <clears throat> Jar says, I have an attachment to Scarizard. I'm not sure how they got the license from Disney, but it's really cool that they got Jeremy Irons to reprise the role. <laughs> Runner-up would have to be yes. coffee. He's delicious in the morning. to the pipe. Yes. Yes. Um. I like Alexander. Robuskin says, "I've been Stone waiting Scar-Scar. for this." Totally gonna list. Oh, that's a comment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> Can we read five ten brother panda? Sure. Five ten brother panda. Whatever I. Uh, Venice. Venusaur from Leaf Green, Dave. Sure, it should be a uh, Blastoise. Jesus. Well, he was on Blue, so yeah. Leaf Since Green Blue was, version was yeah. my first adventure into the series. Uh, but having chosen Bulbazar every time he she was available as a starter, and still having uh, one by my side as a keychain for the past fifteen years, the plant dinosaur family is literally and figuratively number one in my heart. Oh. Me too. Because they're dinosaurs. Why can Bulbasaur say Bulbasaur and absolutely nothing else? I mean, that's a complicated word. Yeah. It's not like Pikachu. Gay Carolyn says it in a Japanese voice. Okay. Called Gay Gay Carolyn? Gay Carolyn. Gay Carolyn is my favorite Pokemon. Gay Gay Carolyn. (laughs) Fantastic Pokemon. I was talking to my buddy Greg, who speaks a lot of Japanese, and he was talking about how bizarre it was that 
we know the series is Pokemon. It's Pocket Monsters in Japan. Mm-hmm. It's Pokemon is what the Japanese would call it to abbreviate it. Yes. And there's no other series that has where we get it named after Japanese slang. Because he was trying... Yeah. The Japanese for Monster Hunter like Mohan. Mohan. Mm-hmm. And... No, I, nobody would buy that. Nobody, w- I would never. Nobody buy that. would buy a game called Mo- Mohan. I would almost say that Pokemon po- Pocket Monsters mm-hmm. was probably something that existed in it the eighties. It was like, too similar pocket. to Monster in My Pocket. I think. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's stupid. Shit. Which also had games yeah. for the NES. Wasn't that like the boy equivalent of Polly Pocket? There probably. was there was another equivalent, but like at Muscle Men came first anyway. Muscle Men. They oh come in colors. Point yeah, values. single yeah. colors, mm-hmm. and they had little wrestling rings, so you could yeah. just bang them against each yeah. other. That's right, in action figures. I think that about wraps up. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people like Lugia, Lugia, Lugia. I'm, I'm, I'm having six days in Fallujah. <laughs> I'm basically having trouble understanding these words. Well, they are um, Pokemon names, so it's going to be a little complicated. Bob-Bob-101 says, I have to pick Rayquaza, which sounds like an Favorite actor I don't like. Favorite or something. Yep. Um, <laughs> but for a slightly different reason. I know the Hoenn legendaries are called the Weather Trio, but no I call shit, them man. the Weather Underground Trio. I call them the Biblical Trio. Oh. It was because Grodon is based on the behemoth. The father. Kyogre is based on the Leviathan. The sun. And Rayquaza is based on Ziz. The Holy so, Ghost. So he's based on... Wait. First of all, Leviathan is based on Jesus Christ? First of all, <laughs> Biblical Trio is an awesome name. Mm-hmm. Secondly, in the Bible, Ziz appears as the master of the skies, ruler of all birds. <laughs> Lastly, all three of these beasts are said... Two, oh man, I just scrolled down. <laughs> All three of these beasts are said to be feasted upon when the Messiah comes. As the last food I would ever eat, you could do a lot worse than roasted Rayquaza. I'm just imagining Jesus running around with a fork, like just jabbing it into birds and shoving them <laughs> in his mouth. Jabbing into Rayquaza. Stop dreaming about that. Fuck that is. <laughs> Manic bird eating Jesus. Uh, I love Pokemon Monday. Carolyn's great. You're great. I love all you guys. Carolyn is great. I want to vouch for that. Tyler's yeah. the best. I, it's weird because I wasn't on that episode. <laughs> it's weird that someone would say that. New question of the week. Uh, Halloween's coming up. So we're going to start to get into the spirit of the season yeah. by asking you, what's the creepiest experience you've ever had with a game? It can be... A scary experience with a horror game. It can be something that wasn't maybe maybe wasn't meant to be scary, but just kind of left you feeling unsettled. It's remindful. Yes. Yeah. Or if you if you can write really convincingly, make up a creepy pasta. <laughs> I don't care, but I have to believe it's true. Uh, you can you can answer. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. Laser time show discussion. Answer in the thread there. Whoever starts the thread gets read first next week. Or you can just go to the article for uh, Video Game Apocalypse episode thirty-eight at videogameapocalypse.com and comment there. If I, I've said this a billion times on other shows, but to me, my most creepy and unsettling moment is the moment at the end of Assassin's Creed Two, where the giant sun fire lady mm. stops talking to um, 
Ezio and turns directly to the camera. Yeah. And, and addressing you right Desmond. now. And he's like, like, well, she just says, I'm not talking to you, and turns around and mm-hmm. looks at the camera. And this and, is a little eerie. No, it, normally, even with that, it doesn't even seem like the graphics would convey that I should know that's what's happening, that she's looking directly at me. <laughs> but it was truly, truly unsettling for me. And, nope. <laughs> and superbly creeped me out. I thought that ending was super effective. Yeah. Uh, it's like yeah. that one Simpsons episode. I couldn't possibly solve this crime. Can you? <laughs> well, of course, yeah. it is my job. It's creepy whenever <laughs> a game character looks out at you mm-hmm. and you don't expect it. Uh, Thanks, buddy. Uh, no, it, it's, I, I, it's uh, breaking the fourth wall. The 11th hour scared the shit out of me, but I was a babby. Yeah, um, I, I, I thought that phantasm. I thought that uh, slow puzzle-based adventure game was really frightening. Um, but my scariest <laughs> was it moment, scarier than the seventh guest to which it was the sequel? No, uh, it was yeah, the seventh guest wasn't as scary. No, hmm. but uh, the scariest moment was playing Counter Strike at like four a.m. Maybe one summer summer break, the kind of summer break where. I didn't do anything except for stay up till like 8 a.m. like with my TV on and my computer on and then sleep until like my mom said dinner was ready and then hmm. stay up till 8 a.m. again playing video games. And I'm playing Counter-Strike and then I think I maybe heard a noise in my house and I was kind of in a new house. We had just moved and then I like pull one headphone off and I keep playing because it's Counter-Strike. I can't stop what I'm doing. You gotta watch even when you're dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then I hear it again. It's kind of like a... Everyone else is asleep. It's like 3 a.m. So, then I start having those, like, weird... I don't know, alone in the house at night panics where you hear a noise <laughs> and it's like... Okay, I don't believe in ghosts, but... In this case, you know, I don't have a, it's either an intruder or a ghost. I don't know. <laughs> either way, I'm not getting up. I, either way, I cannot move. I'm just going to keep no. looking at Counter-Strike. I finally get up. It was the fish tank. My mom turned the fish tank on. <laughs> my, mom, my mom decided the fish tank should be uh, running. Uh, there were no fish in it. Uh, and it was making bubbling noises. And then I went back to my room and sat down. And my bed was over my desk. It was like a, what do you even call that? It's uh, like a bunk bed. A baby shelf. Yeah, it's like, it's like a bunk bed, but instead of two beds, it's a desk with a bed over it. And I sat down, and then a very large spider <laughs> came down onto my keyboard Jesus! as I was playing Counter-Strike. Ah, I turned on the fish tank. Exactly. Here's a terrifying I, pumpkin. <laughs> pretty sure I fell out of my chair because of the spider and wow. couldn't sleep. Uh, so it had nothing to do with Counter-Strike. It was just a series of coincidences that made me terrified. I remember being so scared of uh, the game over in Missile Command for Atari, I guess, 2600, (laughs) that I... You know that ending where it's like... I I was so scared that I gave... I, I. Gave the cartridge to a friend and never asked her back. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just did not want to ever deal with that again. Wow. That will strangely be our oldest story here, Dave. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I was, yeah, I was, you know, I was like five or six. Mm -hmm. But just that ending is literally, like, what I think of when I think of, like, nuclear apocalypse. That noise. And that frightened you. Yeah. You make me feel bad for never having beaten Missile Command. Well... (laughs) 
Yeah. I, I mean, I could do it on YouTube. You can do it on YouTube right now if you type. You in can just watch anybody losing at Missile Command, and you'll hear that noise. Hmm. Yeah. So for me, uh, it was playing Doom Three of all things a few years ago. It's a pretty scary game. Might have told this story. Uh, playing Doom Three with headphones on. And the thing Doom 3 is the monsters themselves are often not scary because they're just kind of too ridiculous to take seriously. But there are a few moments built into that game that are really fucking creepy. Yeah. And my personal favorite is the one where you're walking down a dark, deserted hallway and you hear a voice in your ear all of a sudden, even more effective if you're wearing headphones, it says, <laughs> follow me. And then these bloody footprints start to just appear in front of you as though somebody's somebody invisible is walking. So you follow them. You go down a corner, and uh, it leads you down this dead-end hallway, at the end of which is an armor upgrade. So you grab the armor, and when you do, you're frozen in place, and you hear, They took my baby. And at that moment, I felt a hand on my shoulder, ah, and I jumped Jesus about four Christ. feet straight up, and it was just <laughs> Diana coming in and, and saying, to ask if like I wanted dinner or something. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have. You guys I, have been together since Doom Three. <laughs> yeah, since before. <laughs> I have, I have one of these stories from recently. Uh, even worse, though, I think I'm playing Daylight, a an unreleased game from Zombie Studios, horror game where mm-hmm. you're in an abandoned hospital. And you're just this girl wandering this hospital. It's horrible. I'm playing it with headphones on, the volume up loud, on an Oculus Rift. So I am helpless. In this room I'm in with other people in it. I'm mm-hmm. I have a VR headset on and and loud headphones. I can't hear or see anything around me. And uh, so my boss comes into the room I'm in, uh, and I'm unawares and just so happened he couldn't even see what i was seeing but i'm walking up and i push open this door and this is a dark abandoned hospital and then this horrible demon thing goes and logan thinks it's funny at that exact moment to grab my shoulders from behind <laughs> oh, and go ah! he didn't even know that i just ah! i stand up and throw the, the like <laughs> Oculus, uh, expensive, like, Oculus expensive dev kit off my head. I was actually <laughs> legit mad for a while. Um, <laughs> for a while. Super mad. Oculus Rift, good for horror games, I will yeah. say. If you mm-hmm. want to scare the fuck out of yourself, because you're so isolated you those, those in that videos world. of people filming people just playing in the new Amnesia on the uh, Oculus Rift? I couldn't do oh, it. Jesus. Yeah, it, it, I don't, you know what? I don't think, I, don't I, think would, I would want to. I wouldn't sign that contract. No, I would not. Like, that's, that's really... Yeah. I don't think I could do it. No. Uh, well, I want to say one more thing. I, if you've ever played Singularity... There's a scene toward the beginning that I think is is the most effective scene in there where like you're going through this kind of abandoned school that's all torn up and at certain points you get to see like these weird time flashbacks where you see like ghosts of people moving through an environment and and reacting to things that are happening and and when it ends like everything is ruined as it is in front of you. And there's this one part where you see these children walking along and this like ghostly monster, like this huge lanky thing, just sort of flops its way into the into view, and everybody <laughs> screams and runs. And then the ghostly part of the monster fades away, and you realize it's still there and it's coming at you. Oh, <laughs> nice! So it's there for real. Man, there are some good moments like that in Fear. Uh, wow! Fear one. Fear. And in uh, 
Yeah, fear where you're like climbing up a ladder and you turn around and the girl's face, yeah. And then what about fear three? I mean, the fear two and I, I don't know about for three or for three or for three or fear three-er. two is good, but also Metro Last Light has a good moment that that kind of reminds me of where it's like. You're watching a hallucination. It's like, ah, oh, we've established this is hallucinating. Oh, God, it's coming at me. Wah! Mm-hmm. Like, the game will establish that something is, like, not real. And then, oh, now it's hurting me. <laughs> That's not mm. good. Was it? I think it might have been Condemned that had a sequence oh, where God. you're, like, walking mm. through darkness and, like, the lights That's are tough. flickering and they just, like, flicker on and you see a shadow of a person standing in front mm-hmm. of you. Like, uh. and, like as, as the lights flicker, you see the shadow flicker, but it's coming toward you. Man, I think the <laughs> Oculus Rift is going to be a boon for horror games because when you're isolated like that... Uh, Everything is so much more terrified when you have something yeah. when you can't see the room around you and be like and look when you can't look away from the screen and be like oh yeah okay the real world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, telling you like, like oh, games terrifying. might not be able to make me cry but goddamn it they can make me express some other fluid. Oh, <laughs> Mike Grimmett sent me this something awful review a legitimate review it just the headline was for science and a guy on the uh, shows on his bed the Oculus Rift. Is that the custom made one? A Japanese porn game and the the dick controller. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 3D made or something. Yeah, custom for, made or custom whatever. For science, and it's like all in Japanese. I'm like, Greg, can you come over here and translate this? It comes with a dick controller. And it says, what is this called in Japanese? What, what product? How do you... Mar- what is this called in Japanese? What does this say? And he just starts laughing. He's like, it roughly translates to... USB masturbation hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, I mean, I've been working on a masturbation peripheral for a while. I can't believe. I mean, I can believe the Japanese got there first. Oh, yeah. uh, I was gonna make, uh, say you mean your girlfriend, but that's sexist. No one should say that. <laughs> it's a wireless peripheral. All right. So what's <laughs> what's your creepiest experience? Let us know at the things I said earlier. What wireless peripheral? <laughs> Have, have you That's had a the creepiest creepy one. sexual experience? <laughs> that, with? that will count. That can count. Like if if something yeah. has creeped you out and it's not scary, but it is creepy, then yeah. use that. Sure. What's your weirdest sexual yeah, you video ever, game experience? Have you ever played a no. Crash Bandicoot game and masturbated three times without noticing? Uh, <laughs> I can't say it as I have. <laughs> uh, so yeah, once again, your creepiest video game experience. Let us know. Videogameapocalypse.com. Uh, comments for Article Thirty Eight or LazerTimePodcast.com slash forums, LazerTime show discussion, etc., etc. So that's our show, pretty much. Things. Yes, we want to plug things. First off, follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. Follow me oh. at Wikiparas. And Chris, go. Cantista on Twitter. LazerTime show. Also follow that. La- Speaking of LazerTime, uh, we are smack dab in the middle of our Halloweenery and uh, mm-hmm. having a lot of fun with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave and Tyler were on. We're first. Kid friendly horror. Yes, mm. I was so pissed you didn't invite me on. Were we on one. that one? Yeah, was I, I was. I have I things to that. say about that. Maybe I, you I, not I fucking love scary no, stories on, to tell in the dark. You were on um, the we. T- well, it's more morbid than Halloweeny. The uh, actors who died on uh, on yeah. set, ah, yes, yes, and yes, that yes. that, that went up rough. that went up last week, and that was fun. Somebody had complimented us on it because it is super morbid subject matter that I was very worried we kept way too light (laughs) the whole time counting down tragic death of popular people sorry Dave we may have counted Owen Hart in that I know I I heard that I'm sorry buddy yeah I'm over it it only took me 
14 years, but I'm over it. Aww. I want to see that footage. But speaking of Owen Hart, the Cheap Popcast, mm-hmm. uh, wrestling show. I love that show. image you <laughs> Mean Thank Gene you. in the fucking Johnny Carson genie outfit. Yes, yes. Uh, For a second, King- I thought you were going to say Mean Gene in the fucking machine. No. <laughs> King Kong Bundy as Abraham Lincoln. Also <laughs> oh. in that image. Yeah, it's right on the front page of lasertime.com. I just remember that guy as the guy who pretended to break Hulk Hogan's ribs. Yes. After which Hulk Hogan wore a thin strip of gauze <laughs> around his chest. You can't do that, brother. <laughs> and OXM. <laughs> oh, and yes. Yeah. And at Dave Run. I wanted to plug OXMonline.com. Yes. I wanted to plug plug again uh, Ace Attorney out this week. And as well, like one of the cool things I was working on, uh, free ringtones and text tones of all the voice actors and all the characters from the game. <laughs> so if you've ever wanted to hear what? objection, hold it, or take that. You get a text from your loved one. We'll have dozens, <laughs> dozens for yes. you to choose from, and the only place to get it is CapcomUnity.com. I'd like to hear "Take That" every time I get a text. <laughs> um, Tyler underscore Wild on Twitter. W i l d e, not like the word wild, but like that word with an e. Okay. Also, I had to make Michael edit something out a while back because we delayed an announcement. But I promise, the week you're hearing this, you should actually at PCGamer.com. And on our YouTube channel, be announcing something really fun and cool. That if I have to find and edit this again, to. I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, Michael's going to be mad if we <laughs> delay this again because I keep bringing it up and telling him to edit it out. Because mm. uh, we keep moving things around, but that's how it goes, man. And publishing is crazy. <laughs> yeah, so, we're, we're actually for reals. We have to announce it uh, the week you're hearing this. So uh, it's it's really fun. So can you um, say you what still it is? Won't say what it is. No, because. We might not announce it, <laughs> but where, where would should people go to keep keep tabs go to PCGamer.com. dot com okay. or go to YouTube dot com slash PCGamer. That's where I we think post I know what this videos. is, and it's really goddamn cool. Yeah, it's really yeah. stupid. It's it's like it's everything I wanted to do with PC Gamer. It's like open. yeah, I mean, if you just if you just had zero compromises or limits, and you just wanted to. You'll see. If you just want to do something that's stupid for the sake of it, like Mythbuster mm-hmm. style, like yes. let's try this because it sounds dumb. Yes. That's what we're doing. And how far? Fun. How far would you go for games if you? Yeah, had no how, yeah. Mm-hmm. How far would you go? Mm-hmm. How far would you go, Dave? How far could you? go? I mean, how far? What would that? you do for a Klondike bar? Like, would you sleep with a prostitute? Remember, it's ice cream that costs a dollar. Dead or alive. <laughs> it's ice cream that costs a dollar. I would what sleep would with a do? polar bear. Yes. Yeah, exactly. For a Klondike bar, who wouldn't? I'd fuck a polar bear on the internet. Do I have to kill them first? <laughs> oh, no. In fact, you're encouraged not to. Uh, well, then no deal. <laughs> uh, he'll take the box. <laughs> <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> no Klondike bar, that's for sure. Oh, man. All right. All right, that's our show, everybody. Uh, See you next week. Taping. <laughs> we are a ro- secret sound right there. Oh. We are rolling tape, Michael. <clears throat> rolling tape. Rolling. Rolling Sega tapes. <laughs> <laughs>